Yeah, I it finally has stopped raining here. It was raining for like weeks. I know. I heard you guys you, were legit in a monsoon. We were underwater. And then you look at the weather <laughs> app and you're like, oh, it's still going to be raining for the next full week. And oh. it was really depressing. But now we're back. Now it's going to be sunny this week. Oh, okay, yes, good. we're done good, for good, now. Good. We got a lot of Ooh. rain too. This was like the heaviest, um, the most, we're like out of a drought in Denver, not in the mountains, oh. which doesn't happen. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we're never not in a drought, but um, <laughs> yeah, we got dumb done too. But it Your has been hot. setting is drought. Yes, yeah. <laughs> this like today it was like ninety <sighs> degrees. Yeah, so I'm glad the storm is blowing in so that I can have. I mean, I have to have the AC off. It's just whether or not I'm miserable. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> My AC is so fucking loud. Yeah, I, I like officially plugged it in this weekend because it was like 90 degrees and I had just been having all my windows open and like avoiding it because I don't like um, oh, the wind just blew all the music <laughs> off my piano. I guess it's oh, not pressing. I thought it was Juno. <laughs> For once it wasn't. No, she's dead. <laughs> I mean, alive, but <laughs> she's really dead, tired. No. <laughs> Juno! Housekeeping. <laughs> Little housekeeping. Oh, so sad. Oh, oh my God, God no. Have- I think about it every day already and make myself cry. <laughs> It would have to be a Juno Interruptus. No, we can't even talk about that. I we already like, no, no, in no. my spare time, just imagine if Juno died and like make myself cry sometimes. I'm like, why do yeah. I do that? Why do I do that? <laughs> no, because we do that. I, did I, I send you the tweet that I loved? It was like, sometimes I'd be thinking and then I just get sad. LMA. <laughs> I don't know if I saw that. <laughs> we just make it ourselves so sad. I know. And I like do it on purpose. I'm like, imagine yes. her dead. Imagine what it would be. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I was in Fort Worth this morning. I my parents were in town, so I went oh, this Friday. Morning. Yeah, I went Friday night after work, and then spent the day with them Saturday. And then I had this book club to get to today, so I woke up. Look at you! I know, just so busy. But I don't ever not at least tear up a little bit on that drive for no reason. I just start <laughs> getting sad about something. It's like it has. To, it always happens. It just happens. It just happens, man. Uh, well, speaking of. <sighs> inability to control emotions Mm. or well maybe well whatever but so like I have not been listening to music like at all for like six months plus or whatever whatever since my diagnosis I just emotional lockdown I guess um and it's too music is like too emotive I don't know yeah. why I was just having a block and it was like bumming me out that I didn't feel like listening to music at all. And like watching new TV, all of those things are like just tied a fancy together. word for feeling bummed out. Bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I guess those things are tied together like, yeah. And, and kind of drama TV. I was just like stuck in my like parks and rec circles, you know. <laughs> yes. um, but this week, I don't know what happened, but on my drive to Colorado Springs, I just like broke the barrier or whatever Good. yeah and like was so happy I was like crying on my mountain drive I mean it was Aww. really pretty and I like was listening to new music and yeah. like brought out the speaker that my bestie Jenny shout out gave me for my shout birthday out. yes um, and 
like started a bunch of new TV and just kind of felt like the like well broke or the dam Love broke. It. The dam broke. Yeah. It's damn, been a Julie. Little, <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn, Julie. Damn. That's um, beautiful. It's been a little vulnerable and scary, but I'm really happy. We love little vulnerable and scary. Yeah, That's we great. love it. That's <laughs> awesome. I love that. I know that just made me think of when I was in Connecticut, like probably like a week or two after your diagnosis or your re-diagnosis. And I was going to pick up Sophie and Kelly from the train. And it was like this beautiful sunset and unwritten by Natasha Benningfield oh was gosh. playing. And I just had a great cry. It was just You know beautiful. what that song always reminds me of? It's one of those that like immediately transports you. I bet it's the same. You go. Sixth grade art class. Ms. Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And it was like that specific day. And she would always let yes. you and I change the radio station. And yeah. it was raining or something. It was just like a cozy, cozy day. <sighs> and Bad Day by Daniel Powder. Oh, hell but mostly yeah. mostly unwritten. That yeah. used to be my mom's, like, uh, phone ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> it was probably had right, a bad, bad day. day. <laughs> it's like, God. Oh, I missed. Did you have a ring back ever? Which What's was if, oh. when you called me, you would hear a song. I thought you, you did used to have one, I thought. Yeah, I did. It was How did you have that? I don't know. I was, wouldn't it was just something you would purchase. And I can't remember what my ring back was. It was probably like Need to Breathe or like something like that. I, know, it was I thought it was Beyonce. Oh, it was, yeah. It was, that's, my, that's my brand. Yeah. Like Beyonce and Need <laughs> to Breathe. <laughs> I am Beyonce. Always. <laughs> always. Do you know who literally has not eaten all day and I've been worried what's wrong with her? just went to her bowl and is now <sighs> scarfing down her food. Few, few. Well, I mean... Well, I know, but I like can't. right when we start recording, right. she's like yeah, that's in okay. a hurry. She's like... <laughs> oh, she's in a hurry. She, no, she like got... That's why I was looking confused while you were talking. She like popped up off the couch <laughs> and just like walked away. I was like, did, oh, did I pinch oh, you or oh. something? No, that happens. You know, that sudden hunger feeling. I get it. Yeah, I guess so. I, I mean, she... I oh, she barfed. She vomited today. So that's probably why... Mm. Actually, okay, so it was on the fucking Snuggie. So, like, sh- the reason oh. the Snuggie was out of commission, if if y'all have, n- I'm sure you've noticed in our screenshots, there's right. like a there's cheetah an animal print thing print. behind me. I don't, yes. that is not a permanent fixture of my wall that is not decor. <laughs> no, um, it's just a Snuggie, whatever. And it's usually, I put it on the bed that, so that Gina will sleep on it because she gets her hair all over my white, uh, whatever, old people things. Um, (laughs) And last time I got back from my sister's house in the Springs a few weeks ago, it had been raining and I guess we forgot to let the dogs out very much. And so Gina never does this, but she like peed on the blanket (laughs) during the night, I guess. Um, And I like had a weird depression week last week and I still hadn't washed it and whatever. So I washed it finally this weekend and then yeah. I put it away so that it wouldn't get dirty. It's like folded in its blanket basket. I guess one of the arms of the Snuggie was just like hanging out of the basket and mm. Juno walked up and vomited on it. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Oh my that was God. Just like two Maybe hours ago. Let's. Let's dissect this. This is there's yeah. animal print. Maybe maybe she has a thing against like the wild animal. She's a domesticated animal. Maybe yes. she's just like yeah, it's triggering. She's feeling primal. Yes, it yes. could also be the pound of grass she ate at my sister's house yesterday. <laughs> Why do dogs do that? They'll like eat. I don't know shit and then barf. I'm like yeah, dogs are disgusting. Like anytime yeah. my friends come up to me and they're like, I've really been thinking about it lately, and I'm like, <laughs> picture yourself at a public dog park pulling. A used condom out of your own dog's asshole. 
Ugh. Do you still want a dog? Because situations like that will happen to you. They will Maybe happen. not that exact one, but something equally disgusting, I promise you. <laughs> I know. I remember one time I we were like all hanging out at Sonic at in college, and I was like, oh, I'm going to bring Taxi. That'll be fun. Like, he can run, run, taxi, run around. Guys, Taxi is Monica's sweet little pup that yes, we grew up with. R.I.P. Oh, shout out Taxi. Shout one out of the taxi. only Sweet. small dogs I've ever loved. True. Juno's one of the only big dogs I've ever loved. Oh, cute. I know. Yeah, Taxi, but God rest his soul. He was so strange and so sweet. Um, but he, <laughs> that one time y'all got him groomed and he hid for like three days. I know. Okay, so oh, so at Sonic, he just kept okay, eating sorry. cigarettes. That was, no, that, but that's Ew, not a good story. Gross. I know, and I just, it Juno was just like stressful. Will, with people that we walk past and hold their, they're like holding their cigarettes down at their hip level, Juno will walk past and give them a big lick and then burn her tongue every time. Oh my God. Like, and the person's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, that was not, <laughs> that was not your You fault. did not do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, two quick um, taxi haircut stories. So yes. the w- first one that Carly's thinking of, um, you know, a lot of the times taxi would get too fluffy. He was a little Bichon and we would like not take <laughs> him to get groomed. And so they'd be like, okay, we, we're going to have to shave him pretty close. You know, he's going to look a little different. And one time he came home and he just looked so froofy. I mean, just like, and they would get him like really a close shave, but then he'd have a big, boofy head and a boofy tail. And he would just yeah, look really girly. I feel like really they girly. always take their liberties with Bichons. Yes. Like, he's not a poodle. He's a Bichon. Yeah. And we were laughing at him and Taxi got really upset and went in the TV room and like sat on my dad's recliner and like stared at the wall for like hours. It was so sad. But then the Aww. other story, real quick, right before he he passed, because um, he came to college with me for like a few months before. Oh, he, I forgot about that. Yes. And because my parents moved to New York and I was like, well, I'll take him for his, you know, he was getting old and all mm-hmm. that. And I, of course, was a stupid college girl and didn't, <laughs> college girl, and didn't take him to the groomers for like eight months. And so they're like, <laughs> we had to shave him really close. He looked unrecognizable. I literally, I <laughs> like, put him in the car and I grabbed his face <laughs> and stared at him. It was like, are you my, and he was just staring back at me like, what? <laughs> You're like, is this the right this? dog? <laughs> and then his hair just like kind of never grew back. And I just, I kept Aww. him in this little yellow fleece. And then, yeah, it was mm, sad. Boba taxi. But he, he had, um, he had a little cancer. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I've been projecting my, like, relapse fears onto Juno, and I literally, my poor vet, <laughs> I take her in so much to get, like, every bump looked at. Oh. I'm convinced she's just, like, riddled with tumors. And I, I've, I've told my vet, I, was, I mean, I know she's not my therapist, but I did tell her. I was like, sorry, I I've know. had cancer twice, and I, like, project my fears onto my dog, so I always think that she's dying. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's like, um, that'll be $100 for your time? Yeah. Uh, no, we have really good insurance, actually. But oh, nice. that's funny. I no, forgot I mean, about like, that with taxi. Could, she's a therapist. Oh, yeah. that would be nah, sweet. Yeah. I know. Um, it, that's funny you brought that up with taxi. I forgot that. And the reason we were at Meredith's, my sister's house yesterday is because um, my little brother, Grant, our sound engineer, um, just completed his move to Denver. And he yes. took Rosie, my parents, little lab. Because oh, they sweet. suck at taking care of her because I don't, I don't know, something's broken inside of them. I don't know. what It's a whole thing. We've been fighting about it. <laughs> well, I don't think we have any, I don't think we have any housekeeping. Do we have any? Um, I don't think so, except that this is, I mean, kind of an awkward finale, quote unquote, yeah. because it wasn't necessarily designed to be a finale for the show, but this is the season closer of our season two. Yes. Look at my beautiful latte. It is a beautiful latte. 
I've gotten into latte making at home oh, pandemic yeah, and stuff. yeah, I got some fancy machines, not an espresso maker, an assortment of machines to mimic an expensive espresso maker. Mm, mm-hmm. um, but I can do, it does, my milk frother can do cold foam. And so I've been cold doing foam. iced lattes this weekend and it's, and I made ice cubes with my oat milk creamer. I like oh, went, yeah, I like got did. into it. You went there. Mm-hmm. It's iced coffee season, y'all. Tis. Tis, tis, tis. Well, lovely. The only piece of fact check I have, the only piece of fact check I have, okay, I'll go with that, is that <laughs> when we were hilariously, when Alice was talking about Gal Gadot and saying, oh my gosh, she yes. thinks their publicists are in the basement and we're like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm stuck in the closet, I can't get out. Do you know, just like, <laughs> was very surprised by that. <laughs> yeah, did y'all know that Carly and I, can both talk inside of our own mouths. Yeah, is that a thing? Or was that just something weird that we did? So I think, okay, shout out um, our family friend, Sarah Broyles. She taught Mallory, who taught me. Mm. But it is something that I forget that I can do. And when I tell people, they're like mind blown. So it I is know. a trick. I, yeah, I always do it for the kids I nanny. And they it's a, it's a big hit. <laughs> it's a big hit. Yes, I think I've done it for kids I babysit. <laughs> but it really only works with that sentence. Like you do have to have a lot of consonants or something. Yeah. I've tried to anyway. say other things and I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. It doesn't totally work. It yeah. Doesn't land. It's a good phrase for that. But anyway, I just wanted to say this is not important, but it was the only fact check that I could think of. We said um Gal Gadot. It is actually a soft T at the end. It's Gal Gadot. Oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yes, That's probably it's, why um, she's gotta have her publishers on Exactly. Because I believe she's Israeli. And it's yeah, it's Gal Gadot. That's right. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. But yeah, I feel like we said a bunch of wrong stuff in the last episode. I remember listening and being like, I should fact yeah. check that. But I didn't. So I here didn't, we are. Well, and I, again, I wasn't paying so close attention, but that was all I could check. All I could um, remember. So, yeah, I don't think anything else was like mind blowing. glaring. Well, Carly, red light. Red light. Green light. Red light. Y'all, it's season two, episode 15. May the best man win. I'm Monica. <laughs> and I'm Carly. And this is Jack Jack Forever. forever. I thought you were like trying to get me to say something. And I was like, I think they only, I think it stopped at red light. I don't it think was just there was red a light. follow-up. Yeah. I know. I just, I did like that though. I paused to just see what would happen. Red light. Red light. Remember playing red light, green light at the roller rink? At the roller rink? <laughs> Hell yeah, I do. Oh, those were the days. Have I talked about the significance of Rollerland in my life? Of no. so many firsts? Okay. Please let's just do. go down the list really quick. Wait, let's explain what roller rink was. What Rollerland was? Rollerland. Yes. It just was our local roller rink. Yes, but this was like <laughs> the 90s, early 2000s, so it was like a... Uh, a cool hang and there was really just yes. the one so like yeah. birthday parties all of our we would have like goofy high school events there we would and, like dress up things and it was i don't know i don't know how to describe that building but it just looked like a piece of trash from the outside yes, it, it was, was glorious carpeting. and glorious indoors yeah it was a little um, off the beaten path it was right next to that ghetto pool that I worked at for years and years. Shout out, yes. Ridgely. And love I have it, love it. this, a song that's in this episode, actually, was like a very specific memory for me. I like wrote this down, actually. What is it? Um, of leaving work for that high school. It was like a howdy dance or something. Oh, howdy yeah. event, which was like or what howdy we do week. at the 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, at the beginning of the year to make it to the roller rink. Um, but I like went to Sonic first and then went to the roller rink and I was blasting. Um, I'll get, I think you'll probably talk about it in your music section, but one of the songs okay. from this episode, definitely from the Friday Night Lights like Ooh, playlist in okay. high school, going to the roller land. Speaking of howdy week, one time, uh, I shout out my friend Sarah, um, who also grew up in Fort Worth. <clears throat> we were going to Mexico and, but we had a long layover. So of course we got drunk on margaritas in the airport. And we were talking about high school and stuff. And then we called my my best friend, Addison, who just could not be less impressed with us. And I was like, did y'all have a howdy week? And she was like, no. And you've asked me this before. <laughs> like, who We've is your homecoming date? Anyway, so Rollerland milestones. Yes. First broken bone. Only broken bone. I broke my wrist there. Oh. Yeah. Was and that? like, it was probably before I knew you. It was like third grade or something. Right okay. after someone offered me wrist guards. <laughs> the yep. wrist guards were super lame. Yeah. First gig. That is where you and I and shout out Cody played, I believe at my birthday. And Cody yes. didn't have drumsticks, so he played with plastic forks. Wow. That memory yeah. is flooding back to me. That's when I told you I was going to come to TVS. That was my yes. birthday present to you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's a deep, a deep yep. memory. So first gig, um, first time I got asked out, but <gasps> Kyle didn't ask me out directly. I of course got scared, so someone had to you know tell me that I was being asked out, and I said, "Go Love tell it. him." Yes, you know. I hope it was me. And first kiss, not on a like a dare. Did you have the roller skates on? Oh yeah, we were skating. Wow, dang! I know. So that's, Roland is very, um, very formative. Yeah, very yeah. formative. I don't yeah, know yeah. if I had any like formative happenings there. I mostly <laughs> made a fool of myself, but. Well, you had your first gig. So that's, we shared. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Glass. <laughs> I'm sure that we sang Reliant K. I, oh yeah. I think we sang Falling Out. Falling Out. I'm falling Out. Yep. I'm Falling Out of Grace with the world. They say I've lost my mind. I recently stumbled across a video of us performing that at my eighth grade birthday party. Ooh, I don't know if I, I, see I spared you. I was like, I don't need to send a clip of this. It's really <laughs> fine that I, I found it. That's funny. Okay, the end. Okay, okay. <laughs> Play it at my wedding. All right, Carly, it's your turn to read our IMDb synopsis for our yes. season two finale. Oh, it's so short. I know. A day of surprises. Brian quotes Smash Williams. Gaius Charles is determined to get a football scholarship to college despite the recent events that have transpired. <laughs> that is it. That's it, fam. I mean, it's an important part of the episode, but it's not everything. It's, in fact, it's something barely inclusive. Yeah. I th- yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to, you know, guess already that we're not going to get bingo, bango, bunko. Because I just looked I at my know. notes. I I had a lot of Texas things. <gasps> okay. Or well, I guess not a lot, but I had. You had a good amount? At least four. Okay. Let's dive in. We'll see. Texas is a place I really love to be. What you got? Um, My first one just says Mo. All of Mo. Yeah. I have. <laughs> the only thing I have is Mo's cowboy hat. 
Yes. Yeah. There were lots of cowboy hats at the... I also just put down... And this is, again, me just associating my childhood memories with things that are specific to Texas. Yes. But just the fundraiser in general. <laughs> yeah. And I know that fundraising is not specific to Texas, but I've... My parents work in the nonprofit world, so I grew up going to a lot of those. And in Texas... That is exactly what they looked like. <laughs> yeah, it was Lots the look of it. Lots of cowboy hats. Yeah. Yes. It felt exactly like the fundraisers that I grew up going to looked like for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. What and else? And then, um, yeah, I wrote lots of hats. <laughs> lots of hats. Oh, I also wrote, oh, who said this? Oh, uh, old Zooks uh, said, he was quoting like his sister or something, but the bigger the hair, the closer to God. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. Which is not the first time I've heard that, which qualifies it as a Texas thing. <laughs> For sure. Oh, I thought of one. When? Oh, when uh, Lila tells Tim, oh, he was a perfect gentleman. That feels very oh, Southern. Yeah. You know. A little Southern boy. little Southern Y'all, boy. those Southern manners are a facade. Y'alls. That was one of the things I disliked most about growing up in Texas. I won't, hmm. like, blanket statement Texas, but, like, whatever, our bubble. Or not just our bubble, but I just found it so irritating, the, like, country charm, or it's just, like, manners or whatever, which is nice. I like yeah. that the people around me say yes, sir, and no, ma'am, and whatever, and all of that stuff. But these guys are oftentimes such, just, like... Yeah, like little Eddie Haskells to your mom. And then your mom's yes. like, he is such a sweet boy. And I'm like, mom, he's the biggest Coke dealer in, for- in Fort Worth. Like, <laughs> right, right. And she's and like, he's, well, yeah. he's real sweet. And I'm like, okay, he's okay, not, though. But he's a horrible person. <laughs> yeah. And it, like, yeah. Would, I felt like I was being gaslit, like, by an entire society until I left Colorado. And I was like, okay, guys are nice. Okay. <laughs> yes. Before you left for Colorado. For yeah. Colorado, yes. Yes. Uh, no, no, yeah. no. Until I got to Colorado. You said and left. met other men. You said oh, left Colorado. Left so I was just making Texas sure you said for left Colorado. for Colorado. Got you, got you, got you. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I, yeah, the the fake Southern hospitality thing don't is like it. not great. No. Like, I don't even mind people being dicks. That's cool. But, like, just right. do that. But just be a like genuine be a dick. dick. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I like respect and manners, but if it's genuine, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's all I had. I also had, um, <laughs> trying to think of the, what's the song that's like, um, you want to, oh, the Cat Stevens song, <laughs> you want to be free, be free, or you want to sing out, sing out. I was just singing, if you want to be a dick, be a dick, be a dick. But I couldn't mm. quite get it to work in my head. And yeah. then I worked it out out loud, which mm. is what just transpired. Transpired. And it also Thank didn't you. work, so. Right. So let's right, move right, on. Right. Right. <laughs> that was really embarrassing for you. The last thing I had was, oh, I really uh, loved the going to church debate on Sunday morning. Yes. I know it had to do with Eric's hangover, but just in general, like yes. coming up with any excuse on Sunday morning to like stay home from church. That was very uh, oh, reminiscent yeah. for me. My, my stomach hurts. My stomach hurts. I have, I have homework. I, I have a big yeah. test Monday. I'm my really favorite. Tired. I'm coming straight from Gerald's house. <laughs> Please bleep that out. <laughs> I don't think I should. <laughs> Actually, yeah, he probably wouldn't care. <laughs> it's totally fine. My favorite was when I would be like, okay, okay, I have to get to go to church, but we're, like, probably going to go to eat to lunch, like, after somewhere, like, really good. Oh, my God, yes. And then we get in the car, 
Mel and I'd be like, so where, where are we eating for lunch? Mom's like, oh, we've got stuff at home. And we'd be like, you and you're like, okay, what, why am <laughs> the I even reason I came to, to church. church? Yes. That was exactly my rationale, except yeah. that it would, so it would always happen like at my church service, which was long as hell, Monica can attest. Yes. Um, but Incense once, galore. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It could drop you right to the ground from like asphyxiation. <laughs> um, seriously, you're like in that room vaping. with a hangover. Oh my God. Ooh. God, not a good combo. Yeah, and the the communion is real wine. Like, it's not grape juice. So like, right. every so, once in a while, yeah, if you're hungover, you're like, Ugh. But um, once communion was over, it was, like, pretty much the end of the service. Like, that was when my parents, we would always, like, go to the bathroom after communion. And then just, like, <laughs> by the time you got back, if you took long enough, the service would pretty much be over. Right. So that was, like, it was you're, like, over. hanging and in the so courtyard. Yep. Yeah. We'd get back to the pew and immediately, I have a big family, six people. So it's, like, playing telephone, whispering to one another till it gets down to my dad we'd go chipote 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 <laughs> like the second i have swallowed the lord's blood and body i look at my dad chipote chipotle, chipotle was our frequent after oh, church uh, i love chipotle Still, i had chipotle. it for lunch <laughs> our family sometimes funnily calls it chipotle chipotle oh yeah we chipotle. did chipotle no chipotle oh we said chipotle no or chipotle well, well we called it chipotle <laughs> Well, which one is right? <laughs> which Trick one is question. quirkier? Both are wrong. Yes. <laughs> um, that yeah. Was, yeah, that was all I had. I did love that. I um, did love that. Brief well. but enjoyable Julie moment. <laughs> yes. A but rare I did, gift. <laughs> I did write, nothing worse to hear when you're hungover than Julie's voice. Can you imagine? I know. I bet yeah. that last by really. Split my headache right open. Yeah, I felt for him in that too. Yep, yep, yep. Well, well, well. Well. Music? Film? Yeah. Oh, Music also, film? by the way, guys, we're unsupervised what? again this week. We are. No guess. <laughs> I don't know if you're like... <laughs> 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 I've been practicing my chicken sounds since yesterday. Uh, Should I do it? Yeah. I have a pretty good chicken sound. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Lovely>. that clicked. <laughs> Oh, okay. That's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Music, film, music, film. Let's switch it up. You go first. All right. So, hello. Hello. How are we? How's everyone's hearts? Racing, according to my Apple Watch. (laughs) So, we had a lot of music in this episode. Lots of songs. Yes, Um, some goodies. Not a ton of, like highlights of the songs they were mostly in the background um our only texas act as far as i am aware was our lovely explosions in the sky explode explodes and the artist i want to highlight is miss patsy klein because hell yes i was hoping yes right i mean just legend um her song baby her song back in baby's arms um plays baby got back baby You mean to say, <laughs> baby got back? It's actually baby back ribs is her song. Oh right, that ridge <laughs> right. Patsy Cline. Mm-hmm. But Chili's actually stole. There was a big copyright debate. Uh, that's actually a part of my fun fact. Was a famous lawsuit. So back in baby's arms plays when uh, Lila is at Chris and his family's um, 
dinner. Yes. And it's a Loved big that montage. It's a big spotlight. Yeah, it's like montage. Um, the sound goes out. So you really smiles. Straight Zuckery grinning. Yep. So I pulled a few fun Patsy facts for y'all in case you Yay, didn't know. I love her. I went Me too. out walking mm. after midnight searching for you. Nice. Yes. So Patsy was, this is fun. Um, I mean, it, not fun, but cool. Uh, she was fun. insistent on receiving payment before performing a concert. Uh, always so she set a great precedent and her little catchphrase her mantra was no dough no show oh love that i fucking love that right <laughs> right i'm gonna start saying that if i ever start freelancing again yeah no dough no show no dough no show when was she most popular in the 50s in the i would say the 60s okay. early 60s yeah. yeah probably late 50s into early 70s was her whole career got you um which great segue in 1962 Klein took on La- Las Vegas and became the first woman in country music to headline her own show. So very good. Badass bitch. Right? Wow. She walked so Dolly Parton could fly. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And then she was also, she became the first female solo artist inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame in 1973. Love it. So y'all, I when you're love... at those trivia nights, you've got yes. some facts for you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. I love that like really old... Um, bluesy country me too i play it in my house sometimes like when i'm cooking i'll put on like patsy klein george Strait radio or whatever yeah hank williams yeah this yeah. is my favorite era of country music I maybe my only favorite era probably yeah yeah so i want to play a little bit country, of back yeah. in baby's arms because it's fun yes yes and then i'm also going to play in a future age by ugh, wilco um which played wilco. when aaron and jason chatted so here's a little Patsy for you. I'm back in baby's arms. How I miss those loving arms. I'm back where I belong. Back in baby's arms. It was written by Bob Montgomery. Monkey brain? M- Bob Montgomery. <laughs> oh. <laughs> monkey brain. What? <laughs> you know, Bob monkey brain. <sighs> He's related that to um, Bob Butlicker. <laughs> What's <laughs> the... Bill, the... <laughs> it's Bill uh, Butlicker. I hate that I know that. <laughs> uh, this is Bill Butlicker. My family built this country. And then here is a little bit of... In a Future Age by Wilco. Genuine Day will come When the wind Decides to run Classic little Wilco. Classic little, I know, and it's just perfect uh, for F and L. It just fits right in the I agree. Yeah. energy. My air conditioner is really loud. It's mm. hard for me to hear my TV, which is why I hate why I was prolonging until I needed to set up my AC. It's I have to watch. I mean, I already watch everything with subtitles, but now I like have to because you know I what can't I want to say to your air conditioner? Uh, what a bitch. 
Oh my gosh, so we should keep that soundbite. <laughs> All right. Well, so. why don't we love it? Review the tape. All righty. Um, just a couple of tidbits for y'all this time. Mm-hmm. So this episode was directed by Patrick R. Norris, who is a big wig. So he is a cool dude. Okay. And I kind of want to track him down and see if we can get him on here, Ooh. although I don't. Ooh, we we, yeah, we should but, reach out to um, some film people. I have tried. <laughs> <laughs> I'll reach out to Wilco, see if we can get But them. only like... <laughs> yes, I did reach out. I tried to reach out to um, what's Shake his face? Graves um, Shake yeah, Graves, yeah. yeah. Um, that and Peter Berg and yeah. like one or two. I haven't tried yeah, that yeah, hard. We can, we can try. try. Um, but Patrick R. Norris is a big wig director. He actually started out in costume design Ooh. and then started like did a little bit of acting and then started directing. And he basically directed everything we've ever loved. Um, like he directed a bunch of episodes of Dawson's, a ton of the OC. Ooh. And a bunch more of FNL. He basically directs episodes, not here and there, like pretty frequently for the rest of the show. Um, He also did a ton of Greek, which Monica and I loved Greek. Greek. I don't know if y'all watched that. I've never met other people who were into it, but you and I loved it. Um, And, oh, I wrote down Gigi, but it's not Gilmore Girls. Oh, it's Gossip Girl. Girl. And Pretty Little Liars. And Parenthood. And Heart of Dixie. Stop it. You stop the same, it now. Like with the with whole Tam Tam, or Scott Porter and oh. Connie Britton. Or no, she was Nashville. Yes. Never mind. Um, Sorry. Quick little fun fact: um, the guy in Greek, Cappy, the like the main guy with the, the oh the yeah, but like he's like kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's in Crazy Ex Girlfriend. He he has a pretty big part, and he's like lost a bunch of weight and has like short hair, and he's like this like suited man, and he's like kind of different. Oh, yeah. And he's also he's Greek is. Well. For some reason, like my parents' collection of DVDs from our childhood has been pilfered over the years, mostly mm. by me. Every time I go home, I'll like steal DVDs because I still watch them. I don't care. Can contact me after the show if you don't like that. <laughs> my friends think it's really weird that I have a DVD player. I don't know. Don't I have me. miss my DVD player? But right, uh. I love having one. Especially one time when my Wi-Fi was out, and I was like, "What am I supposed to do with myself?" And then I watched Shrek 2 on DVD. Oh, for some reason, I thought you were going to say, my wife was out, and so I had nothing to do. <laughs> my wife is gone. <laughs> but so there's basically no DVDs. Like, none of the good DVDs are left in my parents' house. Yes. And we went through them recently, and there's just, like, season one and two of Greek. My mom was like, <laughs> what is this? And I'm like, I'm confident that You're I like, bought that. I will take that. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Um, and then another fun fact, our friend Mo, high school boyfriend of Tammy, is Peter Berg Peter Berg! Which I did not know until this watch. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. I knew the second time around, not the first. This is my third time around. Nice. I think this is about... mm, It's probably your third, or like like third-ish. third and a half or fourth. Like, in college, once or twice, I kind of, like, stopped and started. Yes. Got through. I probably, like, fizzled out in season two. I have not rewatched like, Basically, after this point, season three and later, I think I've only seen, like, once. I know. I'm excited to get to the later seasons. Um, But, yeah. So, we got old Peter Berg here. He's not British. I don't know why I did that. Peter Berg. Peter Berg. Peter (laughs) Berg. Have you seen the memes that, like, just make fun of 
like the British accent. Yes. It's like British people be like, and it says W A apostrophe A H apostrophe. It's just like water. Water. Or it was like British people be like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> or there's one, there's a bunch of Draco Malfoy that uh, he's like looking at the camera that goes Potter. He's like, no. And he goes P O apostrophe A H. But anyways, um, yeah, a lot of people, it like sparked a whole thing online. So Mm. I'm a little bit confused about the timeline of the writer's strike because when I was reading about this episode, I wrote, I read that this was basically the last script that was written before the writer's strike. But it was my understanding that it was happening like concurrently, but I don't really remember the writer's strike to detail so maybe they were like threatening for a while or like it's slow like the they were understaffed so. for a while and then it was like full out well yeah strike. so this episode came out february 8th 2008 and i okay. just remember the writer striking context of the office because 2008 <laughs> was like the height of my obsession i remember all of 2008 in the context of the office <laughs> yes <laughs> And, like, we were so upset that, like, we didn't have new episodes. And then they came yes. back with Dinner Party. And I know that was when we were in eighth grade. So, yeah, I wonder if the season, yeah, if that was looming. And so there were, like, some writer issues. And then, and then. I think so, too. The reason this didn't feel like a finale is because the writer strike actually started happening. Yes. Yeah. And so this was the episode, like, the last one that they wrote in the writer's room. And this was apparently after this aired, we, the viewers, at least, I don't know about the writer's room I doubt that they knew either mm-hmm. but nobody knew if they were going to continue the season so like this still was not uh like people didn't know if this was the end of the season or not but they knew that but because the writer's strike happened after this they were like it's either coming back in season like in a finished season two or we're right. basically everyone said or this show's canceled because basically the head of NBC I couldn't find a direct quote but it was referenced in a lot of articles mm-hmm. came out and kind of like really ruthlessly uh, shat on Friday Night Lights. <laughs> ruthlessly just in talking shat. about the <laughs> He ruthlessly shat. You know how you shit, shit you know how you without have... any Ruth. <laughs> without Ruth. <laughs> I hate when I shit without Ruth. She's so helpful. Without Ruth. But, um, and so everyone basically was like, the show's canceled. Like, yeah. it already was a big deal to get it renewed. And, um there were just a lot of farewell articles after this. They're like, the writer's strike is going to put this show out. Okay, um, so real-time fact check. Sorry, were you yeah. done speaking? No, content? yeah, go ahead. Um, it says, from it was from November 5th, 2007 to February 12th, 2008, all 12,000 film and television screenwriters of the American Labor Union's Writers Guild of America, East and West, went on strike. Uh, the strike sought increased funding for the writers. Oh, yeah, we know what happened. But, so this actually happened four days before it ended and it started november 5th 2007 but that makes sense so this was the last script that was written and this episode aired in february yes thank you thank you thank you yeah so timeline wise that actually tracks yes okay love it um and so people are experiencing the writer's strike and the airing of the show got it concurrently got it it. or for all you dum-dums out there at the same time (laughs) simultaneously (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it means together. It's, it's, 
Um, Both happened. Okay, cool. That was helpful. Oh. Okay, that makes oh. sense. And so everyone was like, bye-bye Friday Night Lights. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the head of NBC basically kind of said something really negative about the show. And they were like, okay, it's it's out. It's yeah. gone. Um, but they Jokes were on them. You stupid idiots. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I thought that was interesting. And then obviously we know that this did end up being the end of season two. They just called it, which um, for uh, numerous reasons, I believe was the right call. Yes. But um, yeah, I also took the liberty of looking into any other acting roles that Peter Berg might have popped into. <laughs> and um, he very notably played in the disastrous Will Smith feature Hancock, Doctor Who Helps Mary. He also played, <laughs> notably, in Lone Survivor, which was a movie I saw with my college boyfriend in one of our first ever dates. And I remember it's like an intense military movie. It is. And we and were it holding never hands. Stops. Yes. And. He was holding my hand, which was very cute, but I just remember it was really hot in that theater and our mm. hands were just like sweaty, yep. but you're stuck sitting next to each other. So it's like awkward if you stop holding their hand. And yeah. I just remember being like so uncomfortable holding sweaty hands throughout that entire really, really <laughs> intense movie. It literally, I remember watching it and we were just like, oh my God, like it just doesn't let up ever. Yeah, it was a lot. Anyways, he played soldier. Yes, I do remember that actually. No, no, sorry. I am. I'm not being facetious. I, I think because I saw it like a year, like a two years ago or something, and I was like, oh, that's Peter Berg because I know what he looks like. But oh, okay. But maybe um, I'm totally bullshitting it, and you didn't even see him. I don't. know. Who knows? Either who knows? way, it's funny because that wasn't like that long. It was. I'm pretty sure either at, during the same time where he was direct writing and directing like shows like Friday Night Lights. So I'm kind of like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> right. <Yep>. <laughs> scraping <laughs> roles in these movies. I know. It must be like a friend thing that they're like, yeah. come be in Or this. like he just has fun. Or he like he's maybe fun. associated with the movie and just like pops in. We have fun here. We have fun. Um, we just have fun. <laughs> for some reason, that line from The Office just popped in my head when they're like, after Sweeney Todd, he's like, I guess I just have the post-show blues. And Michael goes, oh, yeah, I get those every day after work. <laughs> so cute. Um, and, oh, I guess my last note, yeah, was just that um, it's kind of interesting to go read online. Everyone kind of bidding adieu to Friday Night Lights and, like, memorializing yeah. it. And they're, like, really sad to see a show like this go. Um it's too bad that people all, were always comparing it to 90210 and Dawson's Creek or whatever. There's so much more to it. Yeah. Um, why would you compare it to 90210? Well, I think that at the surface, this is like before heavy social media. So you're not even seeing like little clips of it. Maybe yeah. trailers. Yeah. So you don't really get the vibe of it. And I think that people's just initial read, because that was during this time when all those shows were coming out. They were just totally. like, oh, another teen drama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and lots of articles online during this time were just like vying for its... Um, substance yeah and yeah i thought that was interesting but that's all i got love it love it well let's dive in love carly it. this is Wait, also the title of when we fight to the death at the end of this oh my gosh made yeah. the best man wins. made the best Wait, woman win? win yeah just to remind y'all this podcast <laughs> will end with a fight to the death between yes. Monica and I. I know we've promised it and we're going to do it. It's going to. And since this is this is just a season finale, so it's not going to happen. But the full end of the show. Yes. Yeah, series wrap. Death. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I'm sorry if that disturbs you, but it, yeah. it just has to happen. Um, so just get it will over be it. televised. It's just kind of. It's like a horcrux. 
situation thing. All right. It's awkward. I we can't really yeah. go into neither the of us can live while the other survives. survives. Um we also we'll we'll start bidding for sponsors. Um, like yeah. in the Hunger Games. Um, so get ready for that. And we'll Just, do a ton of illegal betting and stuff around. Yes. Too. yes. Big pools. Yeah. So you've got that to look forward to. <laughs> oh, buckle up. <laughs> buckle up, Phillies. Oh, before I forget, I'm going to cut this out. Um, I had a fun idea for the, I put it on our schedule for the end of season two to do a Friday night dinner. So right now? Oh, sorry. End of season three. A Friday oh. night dinner. <laughs> And we send all of our buddies just a time window and a Zoom link. And we just see who shows yes. up and just like Coffee hour. eat and chat. chat. Yeah. Eat Love and chat. That. Eat and chat. Monica's eat furiously chat. miming shoveling food into her mouth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Love it. Yes. yes. Friday night dinner. We'll do it. Fun, fun, fun. I love when we start with a, the white church, black church. Um, I know. Foil. It's I know. Fun. I was kind of wondering. I'm like, is it insensitive? I'm just talking out loud. Is it yeah. insensitive to say like black church? There were only black people in that church. And I feel like that might sound jarring if you're not from the South. Yeah. In the South. Yeah. And I, I actually don't think that's offensive. I, I think black people call it black church or white church. And I, think I mean, they do in our in my in Monica's and my limited experience Black and white people of all races refer to it as black church and white church. Yes. It was, it's like happily segregated. Like, no. Yeah. So unless you're Monica and I that don't want to be at we the We don't white want that. <laughs> yes. But no, we've talked about this a lot because um, there's some quote that's like the most segregated hour is like 10 a.m. on a Sunday or something. Yeah. And. And it doesn't seem it's not like a vilified thing. Yeah. It's well, just that you, people are with their people. Yeah. On it's interesting. Um, my. My church here went through a series called The Bible in Color and talking about like race in church and in the Bible and how like we didn't we didn't talk about like certain leaders racial makeup and like we should have and like that's important and all this stuff. And we one of the questions was like, do you think God like wants a multicultural church? And I'm like, of course he does. But I'm kind of like, I think I said I'm tempted to say that my opinion doesn't matter here because mm-hmm. I, of course, want to go to my multicultural church, but if a minority just wants to be with the people that are like them for that hour, yes. then that's totally fine. You know, I think that as long as all are available to people, if there are like really uh, cultural churches with all like types of people, maybe like in a bigger city area, that's awesome. I also think it's awesome if you want to be with like your families and your yeah. friends and like your community, your yeah, people. Totally. And like just frankly, like people live tend to live near people yeah. of the same race. Yeah. I mean, that's economic, but it's also social human behavior. That's totally. very normal. And then the churches, churches tend to be community based. Yeah. So like if race is divided by the neighborhood, that church is likely to be yeah. of that race. Yeah. So no, like, totally. it's just more descriptive. We don't mean it in a weird way. Yes. <laughs> or, and like, we, ho- hopefully it's not offensive. If, if we're yeah. wrong, let us know. Again, let but, us know. Send um, us a voice memo. Yell at us. Clearly, but- the white church was way more lame and super boring. Exactly. Like, okay, guys, which church you want to be at? I mean, let's be yeah, real. I, it was like the quiet. I just loved the transition. It was just like, uh, amazing grace. <laughs> and then it cut and they're like, yeah, yeah, Jesus. And I'm like, I obviously want to be there. Right. It's like the, it's the reverse of the dream girls. Um, 
got me a Cadillac. Yes. And then caught me a Cadillac, 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 Cadillac. Monica and I stand Dream Girls. We do. I listen to it on my drive to stay awake. Hell yeah. Yeah, I I can't listen to it these days because I'll lose lose my voice. (laughs) I know. I I basically did. (laughs) There's certain ones I had to skip because I'm like, we can't do that, Monica, right now. Yep. Can't scream like that right now. No, no, no. Pushing 30, y'all. Yes. So Smash is desperately calling schools because we learned in the last yeah. episode that um, TMU revoked a scholarship and it's just stressful uh, and awful and I hate it. situation really so stressed me out. I, I know. know. I do. I kind of, I mean, there's a lot of it that I don't like, but I do yeah. think it is realistic in way, not necessarily just, there's ways that I don't like it in yeah. this story, but in the real world, I do think that opportunities get snatched away from you yeah. in instant in an instance like that. And and I just I loved the dichotomy of watching him sort of be sad. Like at the end when Mama Smash is like, you got into college on a full ride. Like I'm gonna make a, oh, just talking about her <laughs> Come on. She's like, come on into um, and it's like dinner. she's right. That is yeah. amazing. That was the dream. And there's like no reason not to be happy with it. But it is really disheartening when you know you were capable of so much more. Yeah. And, like, I, I resonated with that feeling. Peace. I'm sure. Oh, gosh. Um, and I, I just know. thought I liked that dichotomy of it not being so simplistic to be between good or bad, but between, like, good and your dream. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's a lot more realistic, realistic to the kind of situations we end up with in life. Totally. Um, like, this is good. There's no reason I should be depressed about this. Yep. I know. I and wanted I, more. <laughs> I think the problem is like we just hated that storyline so much. Like I think yes. if he would have been pushed off that path in a different way, it would have been. Yes. It would have been still frustrating because we still we feel for him, but it would have been less so because it would have felt, I don't know, a little more earned, writing wise. But yes, agree. Yes. But as we know, our writers were we busy yes. demanding proper pay. They were, and the storyline's not over. So he's committed to what yes. more. We'll see what happens. So that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Agreed. I did one of my favorite. Um, yeah, no, we'll get there. Okay. Um, but one of my favorite moments was when he went to talk to the coach. Um, and and we'll get to that. Point. Yeah, yeah. But right now he's just making those phone calls, which just stressed me out so much. It reminds me of Rory calling the magazine that she yes. turns down. Yeah. Providence. The Chronicle. Providence Journal. Which is or one no, of my favorite still. moments of Gilmore Girls. I love to watch Rory suffer. Same. It's beautiful. <laughs> Carly just gave the most evil smile. <laughs> well, I like played with my rings. <laughs> Anywho, okay, so what do we think, despite um, him being Peter Berg, just the yes. character in general, what do, what, what do we think about Mo? Mo McArnold. First of all, Mo what a McArnold. strange name. I mean, it just felt yeah. so character, uh, caricature-y. Um, yes. And Although they painted him I so. I feel like Texas is kind of like that sometimes. They're like, hi, yes. I'm Bo. And I'm, I'm like, Mo okay. McArnold. Yeah. I, I, I love Julia's reaction. Who's Mo McArnold? Like, <laughs> I know. It's like, is that Davy Crockett? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did he win the Alamo? Right. Well, okay. So I thought it was kind of a fun plot. Um, interesting to have someone show up that is in Tammy's past. But again, the continuity... Uh, like, you stole There's her from a number me. of things in this episode what? that we'll get into with the backstory that yes. I'm like, what? Guys. Literally, it's that meme of your your show, the Always Sunny, when he's like 
trying to figure out like oh um, yes with all the like uh papers and you oh should my make God, a meme of that this is the taylor's backstory <laughs> oh my gosh i will <laughs> yeah it's it's rough even the articles that i read were like and here we go again getting into the thorny backstory of tammy and coach so yes. we're not alone <laughs> good 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 yeah what did you think of um, mo yeah i didn't love him i liked yeah. i liked the sort of like non-heavy side story with Tammy and Eric. I actually kind of liked that. And I liked the theme of the sort of, quote unquote, may the best man win. I call them a, I call it a pissing contest. Right. May the best boy win. (laughs) Right. And I liked them foiling that with like, it was just each man, each male character kind of wrestling with his masculinity in a way like literally and figuratively yeah yeah even smash like fighting for what he thought he was capable of and athletic enough for and confident enough for um and then obviously we get the godzilla v kong to quote alice wetterland um, of zukri v riggins i i sorry to jump to that but i loved matt zukri kind of standing his ground that was great yeah i'm so excited to get to that clip yes um, but yeah, overall, <clears throat> I just didn't, I just thought it was like, it was fine. Yeah. I, I didn't have a super negative opinion about it, but I, I didn't love it. No, I did crack up. Did you see? We can cut this out. I know we're avoiding making fun of the baby's face <laughs> and the way that it looks. <laughs> okay. But when she's holding Gracie Bell, when she's talking to Bo or Mo, uh-huh. For the first time, she's holding the baby in such a funny, awkward way. Like, it's almost like a, a big grocery like a bag in her arm. <laughs> yeah, and her face is just kind of hanging down past <laughs> Tammy's elbow, and she's straight dead panning the camera. Like, I was, I thought it was a doll, <laughs> but it was not. It's like Mindy Kaling. Like, some, some of the babies that so-and-so works with are total uggos, and he's like, they're called preemies. <laughs> I love the John Mulaney bit about how he hates babies because they always point at you. And he's like, have you ever just been on an elevator with a baby just working on that one Cheerio with the focus of Tiger Woods? And then he just looks at you and points. And then John Mulaney goes, and you just want to look at it and go, stop snitching, motherfucker. (laughs) Shout out John Mulaney, who just got out of rehab and then divorced his wife. Oh, damn. Yeah. I I went on a deep rabbit hole on that. Again, I thought you were saying I, I went on a date with article. him. <laughs> nope, no thanks. He seems really mean. Yeah, he seems really uh, messed up. Yeah. Anyway, I think he's got some ish. Some ish. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. But, yeah, Were you saying notices? ish like shit? Because I heard it as an um, abbreviation for issues, and I think that's really that funny. is exactly what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> he's got some ish, some ishes. And then retroactively, I realized it kind of worked with like yeah, ish both shit. way. Yeah, my note on Gracie Bell just just says, meanwhile, Gracie Bell deadpans. <laughs> <laughs> deadpans the camera. Yes. Um, okay, we also find out about the baby. The baby. The baby. Yes, Erin so. is back, which I'm glad they brought her back. I like her a lot. Yeah, she's a um, good actress. She is, and I mean, we'll get to Jason's whole conversation, but... <laughs> Just besides that, she he really likes her. Like he called her so many yeah, times. It was like I, I guess it's a one time thing, but like I don't know. It's like I really know. sweet. He like really. Likes I do her. think it's sweet and on track for his character that he would not really like be able to do the one night stand. Thing. Yes, yeah, he's too um, good. Yeah, so I think or no, sorry, it's no. Okay. I'm not saying like you're know. good if you 
don't have one. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's too pure. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but yeah, I, I did... I, like, kind of want to shit on this storyline, but also, like, what else could they do with Jason right now? Yeah. I don't... I I actually thought this was one of the better storylines of this episode. I don't mind it either. I yeah. just kind of... And not to spoil how this turns out, yeah. but, like, we... She... the that actress, she's going to be back in a couple, yeah. a number of episodes. Um, she'll be around. I just kind of, I wish it had been that other girl. What other? Oh, uh, artsy. I feel like that would have been more believable. They like really had a connection, but it was still sort of like one night standy. Mm. And I would have been more interested to watch that dynamic. I guess I'm a little bit less interested in the waitress character, even yeah. though I like that, that actress. Um, I think I they get could have that. made it a little more dimensional. I don't know. Yeah, I get that. But I, I kind of disagree because I feel like that chapter ended because I do think Jason had a connection with that girl. But he really he was also trying to get back at Lila. You know, this was That's a totally true. like I just like this girl separate from these other characters. Yeah, it needed to know? be independent of his yeah. like, past entanglements. Yeah, um, that's yes. fair. And like, I don't know what else they could have done with him. Like, we've already watched him try out new jobs. We've watched him be a coach. Right. We've watched it. Like, he could go to college, I guess. Right. I don't know. I don't. And then we just lose him, which I know they don't want to do. Yeah. Obviously, we love Scott Porter. He's amazing in this episode. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I think it's fine. I liked it. <laughs> I think it's interesting. Yeah. And I remember seeing, I remember, because it's been a few episodes since they hooked up, and I remember watching it the first time being like, oh, I liked her. Like, what happened to her? And was yes. glad that she yeah, was Yeah, she was sweet. So Yeah, I, I did enjoy that, like, date episode. The article I was reading, they kept calling her the pee girl, and I was like, she wasn't the pee girl. Right. <laughs> it was just the pee incident. Right, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we all remember that date, um, and I really did like that episode that moment um yeah so i'm glad she's back and i think it'll be interesting but i did read an interesting take on it in mm. one of the articles um most of the articles i pulled just by the way guys there are like episode by episode reviews that came out as the show was airing from mm. the av club and slant magazine and both they're all they're like very they're really good especially the slant magazine guy it's the same guy and weirdly um, we, we can cut this out if you want, but the Slant Magazine writer in one of the recent articles wrote about how he was going through chemo while he was writing and reviewing the Whoa, show. Weird. It was like it, almost in passing. Um, and I was like, oh, and we he should, was like, and so this show means so much more to me or whatever. And I was like, so we should reach out to him. That'd be I know cool. it's not yeah. an idea. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they're always really good. You just search the episode title, um, and it's kind of interesting to read their reactions like in real time in 2008 and stuff. But one of their takes was, I feel like it would have, this storyline almost fits into place, but it really would have like locked and sunk in, I feel like, if she had been a few years older. Me too. The fact that she's 19 also yeah. is too confusing. I'm like, does he not know her from high school? Does she move? I, I just feel yeah. like it would have made sense if she was more like, 22 or yes something. i agree actually i thought the but same thing but then he did note he was like but maybe they've gone to that well a few too many times and then in parentheses it was like with the older woman like the hot neighbor girl the True. hot nanny and i was yeah. like that's also fair that's a good point i know because he i mean i'm i don't know why i'm so always so obsessed with their ages he's 18 right now because i know he turns 19 in season three so he's one year no, he's younger 19. than him no he's 18 coach asks him 
Well, then in oh. there's a line where he says, how old are you? And he says, I'm 19. You're right. You're right. How old is she? You're right. I'm sorry. But I mean, it could be a continuity issue. No, 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 no. You're right. Because he was 17, 18. Uh, he was a senior for the accident. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. That tracks. Yeah. I agree but that yes, it would have been more interesting. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was an interesting uh, little fanfic yeah. sitch. But, um, can yeah, we... it's not too bad. Okay, speaking of high school memes that we dug into earlier mm-hmm. with the Roller Land, mm-hmm. did you also get dodgeball PTSD during 100%. that scene? I said, "Oh my god, I still do not miss dodgeball because I think we've talked hate about dodgeball. it before. I hate it so much." Yes, this is like for some reason something that m- me and my uh, one of my male coworker friends always fight about. He loved. Okay, we work for schools. This is why uh. it is even a frequent topic of conversation for us <laughs> at work um and so we're we're like in the gym and he's like dodgeball let's go and I'm like no I am horrified from that and I'm like and you know how why I'm horrified and why you get that look of psychotic joy on your face when you talk about dodgeball because you were one of those boys yes that would just pummel absolutely pummel any with limb no insight. regard yes yes any any human insight and the discrepancy between arm strength in boys and girls in sixth it's grade, just seventh grade, is enormous. Yes. I weighed like nine. I didn't even hit 100 pounds until <laughs> I was like in ninth grade. And these boys are like playing two years up in baseball, you know? Right. Like they're, they're like they're way big. bigger at that age. I know. And, <laughs> and they I, just pound you. I'm a baby and I don't like playing games or sports that I'm not good at. And I'm just not good at dodgeball. And I, Me so it's either. not fun. It's like not I fun. can actually I throw kind of hard, but I can't aim and throw hard, you know? Yes, and I don't like being, I don't oh. like having objects thrown at me. I played soccer for years, and I still hated corners, which is basically when you have to get hit by the ball. Austin has a new soccer team. Oh, So really? I'm getting into soccer now, yeah, called Austin FC. Yeah. Oh, nice. I know. It's so fun. Soccer games are fun to go to. I've been to a couple Rapids games, which is our little Denver team. Yeah. Not little. They're good. They're, yeah. But they are fun. I wrote down during the dodgeball scene that I don't know if you saw it, but that dance is the most personality we've seen from Santiago. When he's like, I literally wrote the same note. <laughs> I was like, wow, bingo, Santiago. Bingo, bingo. Okay. Ding, bingo, ding, bingo, bingo, bingo. That counts. Yeah. yeah. He did like this cool little move. Looked like he was having fun out there yeah. joking around the, the guys. And I was like, that's the most natural we've seen him. We've ever at seen all, him. Ever. Yeah. Yep. And also like, what's going on with Santiago? Oh, he's out. I think this is it. <laughs> I think it's I a know, serious wrap like, with Santiago. I, I know. think so too. Oh, I should have looked that up. I bet it is. It it but definitely like, is. Is he and is he and but are he and Buddy like good now after that party incident? And right. they're just like the end. But gavel gavel. Gavel gavel. Yeah, I think this is a serious wrap <laughs> on Santiago, on Noel, and well, thank God it. for Noel. You're totally. I mean, it is a season wrap in general. So Yes. But a series, but a series rap, rap. I, Yes, yeah. On Noel, T God. You're totally getting um, laid. <laughs> I'm PMSing. Just kidding. I'm PMSing. But like, go try to be on the Alabama football team when you said no to them and they're like, the I biggest just can't football team. tell if they like are want us to hate her. I think or so. Or if they want us to like her. No, they want us to hate her. I think so too, I but, guess. But I'm just like, ugh, why do we have to have her? And why can't we have Asha? Yeah. And like, why do we need her in Smash's storyline right now? Like, she's not contributing anything. I don't know. I just think it was weird to bring her in. I know. At all. Um, I did like our little peek into the Jason and Herc household. 
yes. filled with pizza boxes. Herc sitting on the couch with a blanket was a vibe. I feel like <laughs> I would be Herc in that relationship. Like if Monica and I lived together, I'd be mm-hmm. Herc. She'd be Jason. That's like him. It's like Rafiki in his tree. And then I'm I'm Simba, Herc uh, on the couch with his pizza boxes. Yep, yep. Yeah, just like, it was like a very bachelor apartment. Yes, um, I know they don't often like. I mean, they don't use sets and stuff on this show, which I know we've talked about numerous times. But it's mm. always good to remember that when they go inside a house or something like this, to know that it's a real apartment and they like the set designers took really great care in making a real apartment yeah. look that casual and messy. Like this is not a sound stage where they just made everything from scratch. Like um I just always have that in the back of my mind and I loved their little their little apartment. I know. Well speaking okay. of the Herc and Jason dynamic, can we yeah. please play Matt and Landry talking about Tyrex? Oh my God. It gave yes. me a good shuffle. More high school shout shout outs not shout outs, throwbacks after ah. this clip we must discuss Guitar Hero. Oh yes, please. Here we go. Did you did you um did you hear? Hear what? About I mean Tyra. Oh yes, I saw <laughs> the two so of you holding holding hands. That was really cute. What happened to Gene? Because I thought the two of you were like. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of a really long story. It's kind of complicated. It's not as easy as as He's Tyra like came into the situation. Right. Okay, well, Things got but complicated. give me something. No, I don't know, but I'll tell you one thing. And like you know, boudoir, Tara like does does things that I didn't even, I didn't even know. She probably knows what she's doing. She has some practice. I mean, it's not like you're her first or second. I mean, she was with Riggins and why why would you why would you bring something like that up? I, I know the shirt. I'm just I, I just didn't really realize that she was that she was your type. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't realize that a hot Mexican nanny was your type. Look, she's not a Mexican. She's not a nanny. She's a Guatemalan in-home care nurse. I told you that like a hundred times. Like a okay? hundred She blew me off. Just like Tyra's probably going to blow you off and take off back to, okay, okay. to whatever okay. other cooler guy comes oh, along when you're, when, you know. But you don't have to worry about that because we're going to be okay. And then it was so cute. He goes, we're going to be okay. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> I love that scene so much. We have not gotten our due amount yes. of bro time with Landry and Matt. Season one had so many adorable Landry Matt friendship moments. I know. Um, so I loved this. Yep. Yeah. Um, and just like that is exactly how the conversation would go down. Like yes. if it were me and Monica, like <laughs> I would poke her and be like, yeah, you're hot Mexican nanny. But like, she's Guatemalan. I've said this a million times. times. A Guatemalan in-home care. Yes. <laughs> I know. It just felt so... I'm like, so... okay, yeah, the nanny. <laughs> yeah, I totally tracked just everything. The nanny. The nanny. Guitar yep, Hero. Loved that. And loved that they were like in the middle of setting up Guitar Hero. I know. Like just so such a perfect. moment. And they're in their like carpeted living room and you can see Landry's mom in the background just yeah. like bopping around. I'm like, that is such a high school vibe. <laughs> yes, I love it. Okay, Monica, best Guitar Hero song or favorite Guitar Hero song to play. What was it? Oh, um, Sweet Child of Mine on Expert. Of course, I know. Yeah. And I would know I would know exactly when I needed that star power because it would get really oh, yes. hard and I would and I would do it right then and oh yeah. Now, Monica and I ripped Guitar Hero. We were both yeah. at Level expert from yeah, most I, songs I, on like Guitar Hero 3. This is not uh, something I should brag about, but I beat the game on hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think it does. It shows dedication. It shows yeah. uh, 
Something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also carry on my wayward son. Great one. Yes. Right. Oh my gosh. Ugh. Carry on my, my wayward son. I also was thinking of Guitar Hero already today because a friend of mine posted the song Jessica by the Allman Brothers oh, on their story. Yes. And that was a really fun one too. That's a that good was one. one of the few songs I don't think I ever fully got on expert. That well, one yeah, was hard as it's shit. all yeah, it's hard as shit. It's all instrumental. So it's like No, one of my favorite memories is going to our lake house going on the boat, taking an outdoor shower, eating queso, and then playing Guitar Hero for hours. Sunburn and aloe vera. Sunburn and aloe vera. And then you go to bed and you are rocking on the boat and you can see the Guitar Hero going in your brain. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh, was that the happiest I've ever been? Right? Well, and it was so funny. My parents would come and be like, why are y- y'all are so into it even when you're not playing? We were like, yeah, we would just like stare at the TV and watch it It was just a great fucking game. so good. We also, we... When it morphed into rock band was mm, awesome. Yes. We had the Beatles rock band. And I yes. remember my my brother was really into music and stuff. Is still, I guess. But like in the yes. high school way where he had a band and amps all over the house. Oh, Blake. And older. Bass. Not Wapi Yes. Yes. Um, and they would hook up the amps to the TV. We were only allowed to do this for like an hour or two after school. Um, and we would just blast Beatles rock band oh, from the playroom. So um Ugh, and eat fruit snacks. Those I have a days. memory also of the like one of the first times I was ever really drunk at your house and playing, trying to play rock band on the drums and being like, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, the drums. The oh, drums. my gosh. Yeah. The drums were fun. Ugh. Yes, love that moment. That, that was one of my favorite moments in the episode, actually. I know. It's just perfect. I loved it. And then, okay. I, oh, good. What do we think about my new favorite show? The Riggs Show. The Riggs Show. Our podcast buddy. Oh my gosh. I love it so much. Riggins is rocking the sound waves. He is. I fucking love that. We're we're gonna play we're gonna play that clip. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Um but let's see what else do I have. Oh, but before we do, I loved Jason just searching fertility info and there's like a wheelchair symbol in the corner. (laughs) And then okay, I just I think I know what this means, but I put on the closed captions when he's like talking about his erection he goes reflex instead of psychogenic meaning he like i don't know i didn't i I was gonna look it up but i bet it has something to do with the way that he's able to get an erection like either either it's we don't have to talk about it i just was wait what was it reflexive and what reflex instead of psychogenic I think psychogenic must have to just be like from your brain to your penis. Yes, like you don't have to do anything. Yeah, and then reflex might be like he has to stimulate himself or um, there's some way that he has to like manually stimulate. Well, because it was uh, was kind of cute. He was like, which you were really great with, by the way. I just wanted to say that. I was like, thank you. I know, I loved that. (laughs) She was like, oh my God, please stop. (laughs) I thought it was a really healthy discussion for them to have at a young age he just shouldn't have done it at her place of work (laughs) exactly and been like you have to have this baby instead of been like this is a miracle i would love if you you know reconsidered and then he does that later he does it yeah um Um, and then one of my other favorite moments in this episode i thought i pulled the time hmm, code um but it would have been around like minute 10 or 11 Hmm. but when smash goes and talks to we don't have to play it but um To the Alabama coach. I really loved that sort of talking to that he gave Yeah, him. me too. It was like a good shock to the system of like, 
I'm sorry. Like you said, no. And these are the consequences. And yeah, you're the best player here, but there are others like you in other states. Yes. And we don't play second fiddle. Like this is fucking Bama. Just because we were your second choice doesn't mean we're someone else's. Yes. And I fucking loved that. I did too. And it was also really realistic because I hate that trope where they're like, I'm not going to leave until you give me a spot. And it's like, that's what Smash was trying to do. And it didn't work. And it shouldn't have. Yeah. And it wouldn't. (laughs) It wouldn't have. It shouldn't have. And it wouldn't have. Exactly. Although... QQ, to use some mm. little email jargon. Yeah. Did they drive to Alabama? Yeah, good question. <laughs> I mean, it's like 500 miles. It's, yeah, it'd be like five hours away, is, four hours. Yeah, that's not, it's not a, a quick, quick trip. trip. But maybe Especially for some reason they were training in Texas or something for some reason. But yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's play let's some Rigs Radio. Yeah. Oh, yes. Before we do that, Jason and Eric talk, and I love Eric goes the amount I know about women can fit in this coffee cup. <laughs> yes, I love that. Keeping it real. Um, yes. Oh, yeah. I did have a note while we're talking about Jason and Aaron's like first conversation. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was being super intense. Um, yeah. And probably shouldn't have called her so many times. Yeah. But I did find it interesting the discussion of. When, when Herc is like, well, you didn't use a rubber? And he's like, well, I didn't think this was possible. This is actually really common. Mm. So, like, young people who know that they have fertility issues, which also is super common and nobody talks about it, yep. often don't use protection and don't think that they need to – not that they, like, don't know about STDs, but it's just I, – I, I found that to be really realistic. I think this is just one of those prevalent issues that you only hear about from word of mouth. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's super common. Um, And I found that interesting. And then just the whole discussion of like, obviously this is relevant to me. Cancer, chemo causes fertility issues. It's no secret. I like went to the Colorado like capital to try and get insurance covered. So like (laughs) I've talked about it a lot in public, Um, the fertility consequences of my original treatment for young adults, whole nother chestnut. But I just found this conversation super relevant and interesting of like, what level of responsibility does she, like, yeah, he's going to have unprotected sex because on the off chance that he does get someone pregnant, for him, it's a miracle. So, like, mm. and yeah. But then she's like, you can't put that on me. Yeah. And I think that that is really fucking fair. Yeah. It's like, to put that pressure to just not use protection because on the off chance it works, that's what you wanted. Yeah. But then that person has all the pressure of your entire, like, life's goal yeah. miracle happening with them. I think that that's really fair, too. I do, too. And I don't think it's fair. I don't know. It just, like, uh, posited, made it's, a scenario in my head that is, like, what would I do? Because, yeah. frankly, like, that is not a conversation I've had, but, like, a thought yeah. that has entered my mind. I've been more reckless than I would if I didn't have fertility issues. Mm-hmm. And um, and I've thought about this scenario multiple t- multiple times, and I've always been like, if it happens, it happens. Yeah. Again, I'm the girl, so it's a little different, yeah. but it's kind of not. I know. I know that I would keep my baby because it's a miracle, and if I'm not communicating that to a partner, that's putting a lot on them, because if I were to get pregnant and then go to them and say oh, by the way, I have fertility issues, so this baby's a miracle and I'm keeping it, they would have been like, I wish I had known that. Yeah. That (laughs) those were the stakes. Right, right, exactly. (laughs) You know, so, like, I think it is a really interesting sort of debate of who's Yeah, it's a testament of of being upfront about that and not... Yeah. Yeah, totally. And, yeah, I totally agree. Because you're taking some sort of gamble under the table, essentially, without them knowing. Yeah, yeah. 
ma'am. Anyways, I thought that was a really interesting uh, little topic for, yeah. again, FNL tackling some kind of uncommon issues yeah. and scenarios. Or, I mean, I they are common, but, like, unusual to cover in TV. <laughs> exactly. And in 08. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Okay, also at the fundraiser, for some reason, it cracked me up that they called the helicopter a flying ambulance. <laughs> oh, I was confused by that, too. Is it, it was it a, is, it, is a that heli- a term, Like, though? it's a no, I think he was like being goofy. Was I don't he? know. He was like this flying uh, ambulance. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, it's a helicopter, right? It's for heli flights, like emergency. Yeah. No, flights. I I get that. I but... think he was. I think <sighs> it was just like a funny euphemism. He was talking to the crowd. It just like. No, I mean, it I, I'm looking like it up now. The they... way that a really stupid person would prefer. To... <laughs> no, I'm looking it up now. People call it flying ambulances. Really? He's, yeah. <laughs> And there's like there's futuristic ones in development, probably like you know self-driven drones or, or something. Drones, drone, drone, drone. Anyway, oh, I bet that would really revolutionize wilderness rescues. Oh my gosh! Totes. Speaking of helicopter rescues, yeah, I recently remembered that the movie. Um, oh shit! What's it called? What's the Ashton Kutcher movie? Oh, that we he, loved. Oh my god, we loved that movie. Um, what is it called? You you keep talking. I'll find it. I know, but what is he even? He's a member of what are they called? The National I can't Guard. Remember. No, the Coast Guard. Coast Guard. Yeah. Yes. Ashton Kutcher training for Coast Guard. That was formative for me, sexually. <laughs> no, I know it was. I was right there with you. <laughs> that was also like during my peak love for that '70s show. He was like the hot teen, right? Guy. And he was so but serious in, movie, he in was this like movie. A man. Oh, it's called The Guardians. Yes. The Guardian. Yes. It's a good movie. It wasn't it just like hot Ashton Kutcher. I almost said Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Look who it is. It's Ashton It's not Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> That's a little Kevin Malone for yeah. you guys. No, totally. He is a hunk in that movie. Um, and then we see the beginning of the whole Eric and Mo um, masculinity showdown yeah and i will say if i were eric i would hate mo as well yes no when he does that little fake jaw punch like oh i know he's so i would annoying. slap someone i already don't like people touching me very much <laughs> i'll give hugs and stuff if it is demanded but um, <laughs> if it is forced upon me yeah like cheek pinching do not touch my face no particularly in a like patronizing way that will yeah. that is like that will put me at a level 10 Instantly. <laughs> I also, how do you feel about cheek kissing on the cheek? <laughs> I don't. Because if you can tell by my face, <laughs> what? No, I'm, I'm just laughing because I hate it. Yeah. And there's always like, you always have like two friends or like people that you know who do it. Yes. And every time I see them, I'm like, okay, remember that this Jeff is a cheek thing. kisses. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to think of what movie is it where they do the cheek kiss and the girl is confused <laughs> and she's like, oh, Another and they like go in for a second. Oh well, that's I mean that's in a lot of things. That, yes. That's in um, Gilmore Girls season seven. The Tortuga yes, guy. I was thinking it was yes, Tortola. Yes, yeah. And he like, but I thought that was a perfect description of cheek kissers because they like it's weird because it's not nor. It's I not mean it's not optional weird to cheek me. kiss. It's just weird that 
because the people who do that are always like set on it. They yes. like make you do it. <laughs> There's it's never true. an option. It's never optional. And <laughs> they like lean in and look at you really intensely and you're like, okay, they're a cheek person. It's weirdly person. also a New York thing versus a Southern thing. Like everyone in the okay, South. Okay, one of my friends who does it is in New York. Yeah, the I Southerners know. I feel like hug me and the Northerners I'm always like, okay, this is going to be a kiss. And I'm always just like, do I just receive it? Do I also kiss them on the cheek? I don't know what to do. I feel exactly the same way about yeah. also back to my weird church. <laughs> um, one of the things that we do is kiss icons. And we also, whenever the um, Pope, not he's not the Pope, but like the equivalent of like he's the American the pope. pope of the Orthodox Church. Yes. Um, uh, they're called um, bishops. Yeah, our bishop. Bishop Basil would always visit. Bishop like once Basil. a year would visit our our church and he like holds this cross and you're supposed to kiss the cross and then kiss his hands. And literally I would almost make myself cry before I would have so much anxiety about <laughs> kissing his hand. And it's just so I don't want to. What if I don't want to? I know. I know. I, I don't, don't like, like it. I just don't like, yeah, the forced aspect of Exactly. It. I didn't choose this. Or like if you're a cheek kisser. Like wear a little sticker or something yeah, so that we that's know. That's not too so much it's, to it's ask. Wear a sticker so, every day yeah. that says that. I'm a cheek kisser. Yeah. Just so that we know going into the social interaction. And, and we I just will be wear like, a hey, sticker that says I'm a butt kisser. I'm, I'm a butt kisser. Yeah. I'm a butt licker. <laughs> I am butt licker. Okay. Let's play Tim's radio. Yes. Let's get real here. This is the Rig Show. We got a game tonight, Rig South show, Pines. Let's, you know, maybe talk some football, talk about what's really happening here. Let's go. Let's get after it. Go ahead. You're on the air. I want to know I what it is that you're going to do to contribute to the salvation of this championship season. You know what? I'll tell you right now, my character has never been questioned. So if you've ever been to a game live, um, you <laughs> will understand how I do what I do I and why. Do what I do. Man, this town is crazy about football. Actually, that's maybe the second call they got about it. The rest were girls just trying to get a date. Let's do it. Cheers. Lorena. I was just wondering if you want to maybe Lorena. hang out or catch a movie. I think you're, I think you're really cute. Uh, Your long hair kind of reminds me of Jesus. You just been cut off. Thank you for uh, calling. That was ridiculous. <laughs> Lucky Lauren. Let's go, Lauren. You're on the air, Riggs. Uh, that was I was ridiculous. wondering what you think about the ridiculous. whole Smash Williams incident. And what about it? Uh, I was wondering if you think it's okay what he did, punching that man. You know what? I, I know Williams probably better than anyone out there. This guy is, is an <laughs> honorable guy, anyone? and he did take anyone action on something, you know, that I, oh. I would have probably taken even further if it were me. So, so you're saying it's okay to hit somebody? At times, yeah. I am. <laughs> love it oh, so much. It's so good. And like we said, we love, I love Logan standing his ground. That was, oh, yeah. Do we want to play attractive. that? Yeah, I think, it's, I think it's right after, so I'll just keep it rolling. All right, we're going to close this out now. No regrets. 7.30 night, South Pines. <laughs> no regrets. Same old, same old. We're going to get a big W tonight, head into the we playoffs and take the state. Yes. That's no it regrets. for now. Cheers. <sighs> Felt good. Yeah, man, not bad, not bad at all. Good oh, work. Yeah, man, can I talk to you for a second? Weeds. Oh, yeah, shoot. I know you used to call Lila and you're just like doing the show to try and get under my skin and I just wanted to let you know it's not going to work. Why would I try and get under your skin? She's over you. I just wanted to let you know that. And that's all I wanted to say to you out of out of courtesy. Okay? Thanks, man. Hey, okay. good luck tonight. We listen Cheers. to you on the radio. Do you think she's going to be thinking of me or you while you're listening to me on the radio? She's going to be with me, so. You're not you're not letting her register. Go Panthers. Cheers. <laughs> I love it. Go Panthers. 
yeah, I love that interaction. I think it was a great, um, like, dimension of Zukri's character. Yes. That, because he's such a little white bread boy. But he's not, he's not, like, little sweater He's not a wuss. Pussy. Yeah, yeah no. he's not a wuss. He's... He would, I liked this, and stand his ground. And then yeah. I just, Riggins' response is just so perfect and comment. Like, he just knows. I just love this. That was, like, my favorite of the longer storylines in this yeah. episode. Yeah. Was that we watch, and Lila has barely any lines, and none where she's even talking about it. But we watch visually her start to crave Riggins again. Yeah, you can feel it. And we get to talk about horny Christians again. Yes, yes. But Riggins knows Lila, and he knows that this guy will not fully fill her cup, if you know what I mean. I don't. Can you explain it? (laughs) He ain't gonna bang her. Oh. Jesus is in the way. But anyway, she's gonna get bored. (laughs) Yeah. Um, She is more complex than the Lila that, like, early season one Lila would have totally lasted with this guy like little baby Lila but she is has an edge now she's got a little bit of a darker side she's not little she's not a perfect mirror of um, Matt Zucri's character no she has more more darkness to her than that and I love that Riggins is just confident in that I know and that he's like working hard to get her back like he is being a little douche but like he's showing up at church he's like doing this radio show like, he's not just waiting around for her and being, like, showing her up at yeah, school, you know? he's just, like, you know? weaving himself into her life. I love it. Like, it's just one of the things that um, Taylor Kitsch seems to pull out of this character so well. So where well. he just integrates himself in a hilarious and endearing way into any group he's in. Like, when he yeah. is doing the powder puff or yes. the volleyball, like, at the gymnastics meet or when he goes to church and he, like, knows everybody. Yes. Like, he just is really good. And he's like, now I'm going to do this radio like, show. Miss and- McGowan, how are you? Oh, my God. That I have incredible. that time code later. Yes, we will, we'll have to play it. Yes. Um, so I loved this showdown. Yeah, it was I great. did, too. Speaking of Tim, I have a note about his clothing. <gasps> I have some fashion notes as well. Yes. And I feel like I know exactly what your note is going to be. So I don't know if you will, because it's not clothing. It's I know. That's why I know exactly. It's the pencil, the pencil. It is here. So freaking hot. Tim's pencil (laughs) behind his ear. Tim's pencil. I said, okay, okay, we get bingo, bingo, bunko for our other notes being the same. Yes. Okay. You put, I wrote Tim's pencil in his ear because I couldn't think of like where it was. To, I'm imagining like Frankenstein. It's just like. <laughs> yeah. So when so they're hot. chatting, when Tim is chatting with Lila at school, Ugh. he has a pencil behind his ear and it is a sexy. It is vibe. so sexy. I love little, little things like that that are. Not, yes. <laughs> you know? I know. And you can't like, I couldn't tell you what they are right now off the top of my head, but you know one when you see one. Oh, I can tell you one right now. Okay. I'll send it to you. There, There's this movie that's not good where Zach Efron's this DJ, but he has a, <laughs> he has a, it's called We Are Your Friends. Um, He has a scar on his eyebrow. And so there's like a little, like little, Ooh. and I was literally like you my, know, some people get those like shaved in. Yes. And like in college, I would just like out of the blue send like a close in picture of that to like my girl group. <laughs> They'd be like, stop. That's so weird. Okay. But oh two. And I also sent you this picture. Um, t- 
Timothy Chamelay at Golden Globes 2018 wore a glitter harness, and it just really <laughs> worked for me. God, can that boy do <laughs> anything wrong? No. I don't think so. I don't think so. I was just looking at a, a stand post for him today, just scrolling through the pics yep. over and over again. And to my in my head, I was like, I'm fascinated by the the like gender panning love for yes. Timothy Chalamet. Yes. And I'm like, he's one of those people. He's like, um, um, wow, my brain is so dead today. Sorry, guys. I'm really tired. Yes. Brain's um, tight, tight. I'm tight, tired. I um, got stuck in really horrible late, late, late night traffic. Um, oh, my gosh. Schitt's Creek. What is his name? Dan Levy. Dan Levy is another one of those. It's just like man, woman, beast. Like, you <laughs> love him and, yes. are, and like, are sexually attracted to him. Timothy yeah. Chalamet is another one. And I was, like, trying to think in my head, like, what to find, like, what is it about him that is so attractive? Mm -hmm. And I, like, can't pinpoint it. I know. It's, like, it's just a charisma. I think one thing for me is his his little smile creases. Does that make sense? Yeah, those are cute. Um, I think it's just his, like, he is, he embodies that sort of artsy bad boy Mm -hmm. vibe that every single person wanted in middle school at least everyone who was like of sexual maturity at this time so like millennials yes um like that was our everyone has had some sort of like lust after a character yes like danny phantom you know like all of those sort of oh my gosh speaking of middle school lust yes uh, remember drake bell of drake and josh of course he just got into a debacle he's a shit show he tried to hit on a guy that i know in nashville and then was like screaming in some alley. Like, there's just all this. Crap. Well, he just got in trouble. He just got a lawsuit and he pleaded guilty. Um, but the article was weird and nondescriptive. It seemed like a very strange situation. He had like mm. posted on Twitter that he had done a show, that he was going to have a show. And then I guess some girl like responded. Mm-hmm. And then he like was sexting with her in DMs over Twitter. And, but she was like seven, 16 or 17. Mm. And then she came to the show, I guess. And he like tried to hit on her or something. He was like in da- He got charged with like endangering a minor. It was very weird. Yeah. He's really like, providing up. dangerous. Yeah. It is so interesting. The, like the Drake and Josh journey, like Josh Peck is like so hot and so successful now. And yeah. like Drake just went off the Love rails. Josh Peck. I know. Um, it's because those boys that peak too early when they're like sexy gods at the teen age, yeah. really, uh, messes with Ghost their hair noggin evidence is fairly damning no but um i i did send uh my best friend addison some of my favorite uh little kinks like we were just talking about so i'll just send you all of them i think they're still in my camera yeah, i was really bored one night was just like these specific little things that are like mm. yeah i'm trying to think of some of my um i mean i have some that are non-visual mm. like i'm really really weirdly into like two of my biggest like turn-ons that are weird and random can are... i guess one you say one yes matthew no, you guess first matthew project's voice oh well yes yes but i was just thinking traits characteristics mm. in general um i am like it's sexual it's not just like i think it's cool <laughs> left-handers i don't know what? why <laughs> i'm into it okay. it's just like different and sinister yeah. and like i don't know right. i'm just sinister. into it that and like it, my brain went to the word sinister because <laughs> that is the Latin word for left. Sinistra. Sinistra. Sorry. Hashtag Latin but that's bitches. where sinister comes from. Yeah, yeah. Because left-handedness used to be, you know, sinister. Right. 
sinister. But anyways, Lovely. I think it's sexy. Yeah, sure. That and like being bilingual, that's a huge. Mm, oh, yeah. That's huge a huge thing for me. But I know I'm not alone in that one. No. No one is alone. No one is alone. Um, anywho, enough about our kinks. <laughs> Post your kinks, everybody. <laughs> Let us know. Send us your kinks. Um, what were we talking about? So <laughs> now we have. Oh, we get a football game. Yeah. Yes, game. Okay. So now there's a game. game. <laughs> My favorite moment was when Matt's like, hey, you want to show Tyra what you can do? Yes, that Landers really touchdown. Cute. My favorite moment was his dad after the touchdown. Oh, That's my boy. So sweet. So freaking cute. Ugh. I loved that. It was it was nice. I am confused about their season though. I mean, again, yeah, I we think... don't need to dig too deep into it. But the longest football season ever. Remember when Coach was at TMU? Right, earlier like ten in this years ago. Season? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm positing that they obviously lost too many games to go to state again or any kind of big playoffs yeah so this was, was like, just their final playing that it would be a shutout i know i think this was just their final game of the season and they killed them because gotcha. like they're still really good but they just messed up that's my guess yeah. yeah okay yeah but i did kind of like watching them have a romp um where it was like we didn't need an intense like um <laughs> like halftime coach taylor speech no. this episode but i am glad we didn't I'm glad that we had football. Yes, um, me too. But yeah, we didn't need it to be intense. So I thought that was perfect. And it was fun to watch um, Landry get his touchdown. And um, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't love letting them score at the end. What? How did you feel about that? Yeah, my thing is, I think it's kind of... I. So there's the argument like, no, do a shutout because you deserve it or whatever. I think for me, it was more like, this seems kind of condescending. Like... You're like, I think gonna, so too. right? Like, it's like, it's, it's came off as like a nice thing that he did, but I thought it, I, it comes off to condescending to me. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was a like maniacal, um, competitive drive in me that it was like, I can't believe right at the end you would just let them score. Right. Like, just but finish it. If this game doesn't matter, it's kind of like, but yeah, to your point, if this is like, they already didn't make it to playoffs yeah. and this is just kind of their end game, because I was like, if you're trying to get to playoffs, you would never let the other team score because that affects – it's not just that the team won. It's, it's like stats. you won by how much and yes. stuff. So um, Shout out too, to like, – so I – I mean, really quick backstory about me and my athletic career. Um, <laughs> I was really into basketball <laughs> in middle school, and then I had to choose between theater and basketball. When I got to high school, I chose theater. Season swap, so junior, senior year, I could play basketball. So I was on JV junior year and then JV senior JV and varsity senior year. But junior year, one year, um, our team didn't show up because, like, the street sized over. So we were already there, like, ready to play. So we made the scoreboard, like, 62 to zero and just posed and took all these photos and then just, like, played oh knockout. Gosh. And it was so fun. And, like, we posted it. We're, like, so proud of our fun. shutout. Like, <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> That's awesome. Yes. Um, yeah, shout I out, wait, shout out, um, Lizzie Schultz, a, um, oh, hell yeah. a Panther. And Sophie Hoke. One of our Panther Prime. And Catherine Reynolds. They were all on the team. Anywho. Actually, I almost wanted to shout out. I almost wrote it down and then I was like, no. To give Lizzie, our listener, a shout out because she posted something on Instagram. I wish she had tagged us. She posted a picture from above from like a, a cool hotel of oh, a Texas-shaped cool. lazy river. Oh. And I was like, that is a Texas thing. That is a Texas <laughs> thing. Um, oh, I also, I forgot something in my... Um, 
film section, mm-hmm. just random, or I, I'll, never mind, I'll put it in my stray obses. Okay. So Smash officially gives his verbal for Whitmer. Yeah. Whitmore, Whitmore. or whatever. Um, I liked that scene okay. I didn't love, though, I feel like there was a moment in season one where there was, like, a random black coach who just like showed up and said something wise and right. you commented on that and I felt like this was another moment of them sort of doing that I think so too of him just like randomly this guy comes out of the blue and he's like I've been watching you since sixth grade <laughs> I know are you like, like a ghost fuck? no you haven't <laughs> right yeah are you a ghost? <laughs> and he's like I told this man about you six years ago and I'm like what, what? <laughs> how did Coach did six, and then he's like, "I watched you go from seventh to eighth to ninth in that win against Arnett Meat." I was like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> Please stop! <laughs> You're scary. Should me. we play it or no? I don't think so. I don't think we need to. It was long. I also wrote that coach <sighs> makes literally just makes me sleepy. I know. He's like, yeah, he's very calming. I'm just like, come on, hmm. boys. Come over Let's to gather around. This is William Brian Williams. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this is not a man who could like harness my like soul. Harness my aggression into a team effort yeah. to achieve perfection. Achieve perfection. Hell yeah! Remember <clears throat> the Titans. Yes, it is. Love the Titans. Love quote. That. Okay, yeah, so so I did not love that. Scene. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. All right, what do we think of Logan's basic blonde brigade? Uh, perfect. His, uh, it was perfect. Wait, what? His brigade of moronic uh, bridesmaids. bridesmaids. Oh, <laughs> little cross. I just over, watched that over. Uh. Um, yeah, I thought it was dumb. Yeah, but I thought it was. I thought it was perfect though. Like I like. Yeah, it did fit. I liked seeing Lila's face being like, uh, I don't know about this family. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It was and... definitely again kind of highlighting for us. That Lila sort of thinks that she is like that. Yes. But she's not. She enjoys being around it. It feels safe and comfortable for her, especially since she, like, lost her family dynamic. Yeah. And I think she likes being around other people that have similar dreams, like the Princeton thing I thought tracked for me. But, yeah, it's perfect. She's sort of looking around. She's like, this is intense. Yes. Um, Wait, you know what it was like? It was like the Gurkhages. Eggs, bacon, and toast. toast. (laughs) Eggs, bacon, and toast. Why don't don't you start start your day the Gurgitch way with eggs, eggs, bacon, and toast. And they look at Leslie and she's like, oh, toast. Toast. (laughs) For some reason, I've rewinded that scene like 10 million times because the way she says toast. Toast. Like I. It's brilliant. There's a slight stutter with the T sound. She goes, toast. 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 She nails it. That scene is it. incredible. And it's so funny because when Your she. Purse is shaped like a waffle. Purse is shaped like a waffle. <laughs> she goes, I'm not a breakfast person. And then she knocks over the mug and Jerry grabs it and like throws it up in the air. And he's like, watch Ooh. it clumsy. <laughs> and she goes, where am I? It's like this alternate universe. And it's such a brilliant oh my God. aspect I of that love show. The oh my gosh. Sorry, and guys. This they, is Parks and Rec. If, such, you're, if you need another you reason to watch. Damned if I do, we're going to talk about it for one more second. Sure, because keep going. Fucking Aisha Muhara wrote that episode, oh, I'm pretty sure. Did. She is a goddamn queen. Don't she is also queen. a huge gilly, which yes. is the term for Gilmore Girls lover and frequent guest on the Gilmore Guys podcast. Yes. 
Um, I love her so much, and her writing is amazing. Like yes. that's the episode where they basically um, validate the way that they've treated Jerry. Been treating, this entire like, they show, treat Jerry like shit the whole time, and then yes. we find out it doesn't like um, redeem him with his coworkers like internally in the show. But for right. the viewer, you find out that he has. He actually is the one who has it all. Yes. He's the one. Oh, it's so <laughs> And I just good. love that. So he's looking at his family yes. book and he's just like, I come, this is the best job I've ever had because I get to come home every day at five. And I, I just, I love so that so sweet. much. God, I love that show. I know. Also, really fun fact um, with, if you're a Gilmore or Anna Parks fan and a fan of Aisha Mohara, which you should be, um, I always <laughs> this was- this niche crossover. <laughs> I know, right? I always thought when I watched Parks and Rec that that scene when they go to the the corn, the kernel corn or whatever, the little motel. And she's like, Oh, the quiet corn. The quiet corn. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> thank, no, thank you. Because it's so funny. And she's like, We have sliced tomatoes, you know. <laughs> and the German muffin. muffin. What and the April goes, fuck's what the German? fuck is No, Rhonda's. <laughs> oh. But. Oh, April goes, What if we want to eat at a normal right, hour? Right. Well, that would be very rude. rude. <laughs> but I always thought that scene was so similar. To the, yes, to the um, Cheshire Cat thing in Gilmore. Yes, And Aisha yes. was such a fan of Gilmore Girls that she brought that to that scene because she wrote oh, it. Oh, I didn't know that. I know, that's fun. Yes, so I was like, oh my gosh, That's one of my favorite, sense. again, episodes of Parks and Rec. Aisha <sighs> always writes the best. Nails Another it. one of my all-time favorite lines because they go camping in that episode. And Ron is like, Ben, did you not bring a tent? He's like throwing out his blanket. He goes, I don't know. I just figured I'd just sleep on the floor. It's called the ground when it's outside. outside. (laughs) And that's when um, Tom has all the sky mall stuff. He's like, swirl me. (laughs) And then I boil my hand in the panini panini press. Okay, guys. Okay, guys. We'll just do a full table read of the episode. I know that's what you want. I know. Okay, so here we go. Um, Simon. Okay. No. Okay, so more importantly than the dinner sequence, although I did love, I loved the music and I loved the montage of everyone just like perfect, happy family, yes, smiling. Blonde. And you can t- see Lila's starting to be unsure. Yeah. And then the after dinner scene. Yes, let's talk about what we the think? after dinner special. So, I know. So we get some horny Christians. We do. And this was so... Lila's making moves. This was so freaking accurate because... The problem with, okay, your sexual choices are your decision, and you should do what you yes. want. And if Matt's By agree, you, she means wanted, you, listener. Yes. Not me. She and if her. Logan wanted to wait, that's totally his choice and whatever. But the problem with these Christian males is that they make you feel ashamed about it, and that is not okay. Yes. And I, I hated that Lila felt rejected because she really wasn't. He's just like, I'm a young I'm hot priest and I'm going to wait. I'm just a young hot priest. I'm just a young, but it I've tracked gotta, because yeah. that didn't come. He didn't say like, I mean, he did was like, it's against the, every fiber of my being to leave, but he could have, he, he did it in not the best way and gave her that look really at the end too. and it was abrupt. And like, they could have talked about it. I don't know. Those are my thoughts. And he goes, I don't want to mess this up. And then, yeah, I always hate that line because I'm like, Okay, then let's have a. You're make you're jumping to some assumption, right? That right. There's you're making an assumption that there's going to be some sort of fallout, like this. This is going to lead to something negative. Yeah. So like, let's talk about that. What is what is playing out in your head right now? Yep. And if that's true, true, and it's plausible, then like, fine. That, I understand. But like, that's a con- don't just make a decision without me. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That's what it felt like. Or if you're like, I'm not going to sleep with anyone. Yeah. 
that's fine. Like, yeah. bring that up. Right. But if you're, like, he just doesn't communicate. And it just seems like he's shutting her out. We don't know if he's, like, not sleeping with anyone ever until marriage. Right. Or if he's not sleeping with her. Or if he just wants to wait longer. Like, it does feel like a rejection. Because yeah. he doesn't explain. He just only hitches the wagon to something negative a negative outcome and then yes, says bye exactly which i feel like monica hit that on the head so many men do that whether it's like this exact situation or just a similar one mm-hmm. of like oh i'm not going to do this because i've decided that something negative might happen without yeah. you and right. i'm going to r- roll off that and then when that happens enough times you have start to have negative associate like you're building negative associations with sex or physicality in some way yeah that are built off of someone else's like created scenarios yes and it's the whole like i can't control myself around you like yes maybe try to control yourself around me like maybe i sorry boys i want to kiss a little longer and it's not like oh my god i cannot i have have to to stop now literally leave you like maybe try to have (laughs) self-control i don't know it's a crazy concept another way that we blame women for yep men's attraction to them yep yep like, I'm sorry, boys, but girls get horny, too. Yep. And, some, and like, we control – I mean, not all the time, but, like, we also <laughs> have to control ourselves. Yes, yeah. Like, there is no way that you're just a rabid fucking animal. And then they, exactly. pl- they always play it off. Like, it's because you're so beautiful. Or, like, I'm so attracted to you. Right. And that's where it's – you get really negative. Yeah. Um, it's not I'm, – I'm struggling controlling myself. It's you're so hot I can't. Yes, it's putting the it's, it's shifting the blame. Yeah. So it could, because they can't they don't they feel emasculated by it. Yeah. Mm. Ah Thank you for coming to win. our TED Talk. Yes, we have a lot of feelings about men and their sexual restrictions. We should when we go on these little kind of rants, we should we should name it something. Like TED Talk, like Yeah, um, we should. Um uh like not, uh I don't know. Night. We'll let it come to us. We'll let it come. I was thinking like Friday night, light, light. Night cheese. Light. Welcome to our night cheese. Oh, Friday in, night lamplights. Enlightened. Coming. Friday night lamplights would be kind of fun. Yeah, it's just too long. It's too long. We will work on it. Oh, should we or call it? Or if you have it, any ideas, let thanks us know. For, thanks for coming to our thought for your thoughts. thoughts. <laughs> I'm From Barry the radio Marbles. Show oh, I'm Larry Marbles. Um, yeah, anyways, I just, yeah, the shifting of the blame is where it goes wrong for me yeah. um, and it's frustrating. And then the ending of the encounter. So like, yes. just because you can't control yourself, like you've decided you can't control yourself enough to not have sex. Like you can't right. do anything else. You can't like finish this little smooch session. Right. Or you talk just have to, to leave the room or hold just my think hand. About, yeah, or, yeah. The way that that would make a woman feel. And then Lila's just sitting in the room alone. Basically it makes it feel like you're being punished for something. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so, but we see, more importantly, what the <laughs> writers were getting at with this scene is that he leaves her unsatisfied and that yes. there's a part of her that is not truly this, like, Christian, innocent girl. Yeah. Um, which, like, not that there's, like, there's innocence and purity yeah. and not innocence and non-purity. I think that's all bullshit. Totally. But, like, that's a commitment, clearly, that the other people in this church arena have made. And um, that's not really... That's not Lila's Lila does. story. Uh, yeah. She's a thirsty girl. Yeah. I mean, look at her bod. And she wants Thank to be God. with Tim. I know. God yeah, bless. Yeah, she wants, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just not, it, you can feel that incompatibility yeah. in this scene. So I, I, I liked it. My note just says, horny Christians, alert. 
alert the media. Well, Carly, I wish you would have said, if you think climbing in that window was hard. <laughs> I was going to while I was watching, and then I was like, nah. nah. If you think climbing in that window was hard. Good, because if you think climbing in that window was hard. That is Logan the first time he sleeps with Rory. Yes. And there's and a lot of debate about that room. He does not. And he asked for consent I twice, it, which I love. Yes, that's yeah. a good example. That right? was a good moment. Yeah. He's like, do you want me to leave? Are yeah. you sure? Are you she sure? says no. And he, and he asks her like again. again. Yep. And that's when he says, because if you think climbing, he has climbed into her window. Yes. <laughs> we don't need to describe this scenario, but I no. don't think it's a dick joke. <laughs> I don't either. And I think it's just, if you think climbing in that window was hard, leaving you is going to be harder. Not climbing exactly. out of that window is hard, which is the Not, conclusion they came to. I was like, no, no, no. No, the conclusion they came to is if you think climbing out of that window is hard. No, no, They said either. My dick is harder. Yeah, either that or climbing back out. And I was like, no, there's a third uh, option, which is what I think, which is just like, it's yeah. going to be harder to leave now because we're yes. making out. Yeah. Anyway. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> um, I have okay, a. Let's what? go to dinner with Tammy and Mo. I'm sure I'm starving. What do you want to get? Starving. Medium I wish we steak? had gotten barbecue like Eric suggested. I know. I go, he goes, I don't want to spend all night with Mo. <laughs> and he was like, let's just get barbecue just or something. Barbecue. He like wants to be on his home turf. Yeah. I liked that. I know. Because it's, it's like a new Italian restaurant. So it's like going to be fancy and snooty. And I think he knows that. He's like, no, let's go casual. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. So yeah, this guy Mo is totally baiting Eric. I, yes. We didn't talk about at the football game, but he went with Tammy and they like are cheering with the baby <laughs> in the stands like yeah. their little family. And Eric is like, God, I know that's so annoying. I would be very pissed too. <laughs> I would do. Yep. Um, and I have sh- a showdown. Yes, but I do have a quick little monsplain. Oh yeah, they get tactical. Yes, and he said um, he said something about a halfback option play. So I, I thought he said hunchback. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked that up, and the halfback option play is an unorthodox play in American football. It resembles a normal running play, but the running back has the option to throw a pass to another eligible receiver before crossing the line of scrimmage. Okay. So, Hmm. I mean, typically running backs not going to throw the ball. So that's what they call it. That's pretty self-explanatory. I actually got that one. I hope you did too. Nice. I hope you did too. I hope you did too. Yeah. So they start, I loved their little like subtle escalation of, yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh. It was just a very like uh, man, man on man, like <laughs> man on man. Action. They're talking about nothing. Um, this is a girl on girl crime. <laughs> what is that? Mean Girls. <laughs> oh, Tina Fey. Yes, the go. Oh my god, girl on girl crime here. Okay, so, you know I, I've been watching Thirty Rock. And she goes, Oh yeah, oh my god. She starts talking about going on this date, and she's like, um, she's like, I never know what to say, like. And then she starts talking about something uh, nerdy. And um, what's her face goes, guys don't want to hear about Star Trek on a date. And she goes, wars. <laughs> <laughs> I literally died. Wars. wars. Okay, just a little recap. We're at dinner. Yes. Uh, Mo wanted to take them to the fancy new Italian place. And they start going. It's like the dinner's wrapping up. And you can tell that uh, Mo is kind of getting his chest all puffed up. And 
um, he orders whiskey and they start going like head to head with just ripping shots and then like subtly digging each other with yes. each of their cheers. Love it. I know. Here we go. Great. Well, let's 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 head on home now because oh, no, 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 hold on. Let's talk about something else that you stole, Coach. Let's talk about something else you stole. Let's talk about this little lady right oh, here. Oh, that's ridiculous, Mo. Now, come on, now, y'all. Let's get you on look home. Me in the eye. Let's you look get me in the eye. on home. You tell me you We've were not to... calling her behind my back and telling her that I was sleeping with Lady Nisbeth. You do it. Look me in the eye and say, what? "Can you?" That is ridiculous, Mo. I already Can knew you? about you. I knew you were sleeping with Can her. That's it. That's the last one. We're going right now. You're being stealers and liars. Come on, y'all. Seriously, y'all. Red do light. not need to finish this off. Red, Red light. light. Oh, stop it! Uh, what? What? Wait, give it to her. Just stop it! I'll see you at home, honey. <laughs> I love when she just comes to that conclusion where she's like, I'm getting the fuck yeah. out of here. Like, see you goodbye. at home, honey. Yep. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was so my favorite good. Tammy line. Yep. Say, yeah, hi, honey. And her face was perfect. Like, she didn't just jump to the anger. Like, yeah. you know when guys get in fights, that trope, and the girl's like, no, stop, stop it, stop it. Stop hitting him. She's literally just mouth open, staring. She's just appalled. She's, she's just like, appalled. Fucking animals. <laughs> yeah, and then she's yeah. like, goodbye. <laughs> she's like, see, yeah, hi, honey. So good. <laughs> Loved it so much. And I just, I want to hear an interview about them, like, uh, for Kyle Chandler tackling Peter Berg. Like, I just want to hear about that. I know. <laughs> I just want to hear about that. Yeah. Um, yep. Love that scene. So they finally yeah, go. that was fun. Um, mano a mano. Yeah. <laughs> but also, again, the fuck? Eric was around? Right. When this is her high school sweetheart. Yeah. I, what? It, no. Whatever. I don't know. I just not. I'm not going to fight it. <laughs> yeah. We just got to <laughs> lean into it. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, and then we should play the morning after clip. Yes, yes. Oh, you can go right on in there and tell them if you like. Let's all go. Come on. If I have to get up and get out of bed and go to church, so do you. Mm-mm. Hi, honey. It's just your three girls here mm. wanting to see if you want to come to church oh, with us, hon. What happened to your face? I was defending your mom and father. With your face? No. He was being an idiot. <laughs> Would you give me some aspirin, please? No, honey, we're going to church. Sorry, we gotta run. <laughs> Love you. Hello. Say bye to your daddy. Bye, bye Dad. Goodbye, Yell bye louder. Bye, and then we'll, we'll hear Tim. Bye, honey. Yeah, bye, we'll miss ya. Oh, I love you, Tim. <laughs> okay, now we're at church with Tim. Y'all are doing a great job. It should be the coach and all the boys. We're looking forward to playoffs here. We're oh, coming yeah. in around. It's coming. Yeah. It's gonna happen. Hello, I'm scared. Hi. How are you doing? God bless you. So, how's the ranch? The ranch was great. Oh, really? Yeah, really. His family's awesome. He was a perfect gentleman. Are you really going to come every Sunday? Yeah, of course, whatever it takes. Miss McGowan. How are you? Good morning, Timothy. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm wonderful, and you? I'm great. Would you care to join us, Garrett? I can't. Yeah, you can. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, you can. Come on. Good, good morning, good Timothy. Good morning, Timothy. Yeah, that gave me life. That gave me life. But now my theory is ruined. He goes, yeah, we're really looking forward to playoffs. So I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, know. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm sure I'm putting that in my mind ad-libbing. because we didn't know what the end was going to be. So, yeah. Like, this ended quickly. You know what I mean? Like, they could have gone yes. to the playoffs if the rider strike didn't happen or something. I don't know. 
I think that that's kind of why they made it a blowout game because they couldn't have done anything else. They couldn't have lost a game. I guess they right. could have. Well, story wise, it wouldn't have worked for yeah. them to lose. They needed to win because to, er, Coach needed to end on a high note in his like issues with Mo. Yeah. Um, and then they couldn't have played a really like intense, difficult team because yeah. it would have taken too much storyline. So it, like it makes sense that they because like, they were treading water. Yep. But, yep, I loved that. I love Tim just, like, blatantly fighting for Lila. And it, there's a nice little camera cut. Again, you know I love those little face reaction storytelling moments. Yeah. Where after Tim says this and Lila goes to sit with Zukri and uh, he just kind of looks back at Tim. And he's got his, like, sort of angry smile on yep. his face again. Yep. And I loved that. Like, there's just nothing he can do except no. be the good guy and just see if good wins out. Yeah, yeah, totally. Guess what? When you're in high school, it doesn't. It doesn't. You gotta wait till you're like 35, and then yeah. the good guys win. They do win. They do win eventually, but not when not when Riggs, old Riggs, is around. Yeah, it's tough. Okay, who wins, Rain Riggins or Pencil Riggins? Mm. Pencil Riggins is too niche. I'm still Rain. Yeah, Rain Riggins is. It's like the pencil. Let the rain come down and, and wash my rigs. <laughs> <laughs> and that's been Rigs Radio. This has been Rigs. We're just going to rename our podcast. Yes. Rigs Radio. Rigs Radio. So then we end with a classic Smash and Mama. Another amazing Mama Smash chat. Do we so want to listen to it? Yeah. I loved it. Let's listen to that because after that, it's just the Jason. They end with the Jason and Era. Aaron plot, which yeah, there was a lot of story time for the Jason Aaron mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, I didn't hate it, baby. Then I'll be ready in about half an hour. You finish your homework. Yeah, I'll, I'll be right down. Hey, baby, you all right? I'm fine, mom. You know your auntie Shay called this morning. She told me to tell you congratulations. You know how proud we are of you. You going to college, boy, on a full scholarship. Listen. He has a tear. I know it wasn't what you dreamed of. But, honey, when a door closes, God opens a window. He don't never fumble the ball, baby. He always gets the touchdown. That's God's plan. And you're going to get a good education, Brian. And you're going to be the star of that team. It's gonna be all right. Let me go finish frying this chicken. And I got your favorite dessert. I knew that put a smile on your face. You come on up out this room. Come on here. Come on here. Oh. I know that last, I have the captions on. She says, you come on out of this room. Yeah, come on. that. Oh. Just such a, again, just a beautiful encapsulation of mom. Yeah. Like, there to remind you that like this is this is a path that you can be successful in even if it's not what you wanted yeah and also like come down I've made dinner for you yeah. and like for us to just like sit together and love each other and like oh it just it makes me cry makes me cry I love her love her love her <laughs> which just to plug our own content if y'all have not listened yes. yet we just had Mama Smash on in our most recent TX talk she's amazing 
go listen to it. Liz Michaels, TX Talk. Yes. And I think we said, you know, we might have spoilers in those, but there's no spoilers in there. So if you're worried about it, don't worry. Yeah. Spoiler free. Go listen. Yep. Yep. But we love her. And I love this moment again. um, Just great to be reminded of this very often and realistic um, life scenario where you're dealt not what you wanted, something that's fine. Yeah. But not what you were capable of. Totally. Just a sweet moment. And we kind of know, I I like the uncertainty that, like, we don't really think he's going to actually go to Whitmer. Like, you can feel that uncertainty. Yeah, we don't know. Right. But it seems so solid right now. And you're kind of like, okay. okay. Like, yeah, is this really going to happen? I guess Smash can or do is this. it going to turn into something It's very great. plausible like, either way. Yes. Yeah. So I like this kind of cliffhanger. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, we end with Jason and Aaron. And I mean, I like begging her to keep her pain. Yes. But this conversation. She's like, are you one of those people that blows, blows up? up yeah, that was hilarious. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a really good conversation when, you know, she makes that joke and he's like laughing. He's like, no, 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 I'm sorry. Like, and he was like, I'm sorry. I was so intense earlier. But like, mm-hmm. it, he's just like, this is a very like modern depiction of a discussion about abortion yeah. for 2008. I know. And for a teen show. And they even say the word abortion, which is super unusual. Yeah. They always are like, even in, I mean, well, Gilmer is particularly Bible washed, I feel like. But yeah, weirdly. in most of the teen shows, if they do address abortion, they just say, have you ever considered the other option. Right. You know, that's always what they say. But he actually says the word. And I really liked the sort of, it wasn't in your face, like choice versus uh, not choice or whatever they call it. I don't know. (laughs) Pro-life. Life for choice. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, It wasn't. It wasn't really about that debate. It just was about their decision. Yes. Yes, I agree. I thought it was a really nice, comfortable way to go about that topic without it turning into all about like my body, my choice, whatever. Um, Agreed. They're just, it was just about, a good job it was about their situation in that way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thought it was interesting to end on this scene. I did too. Um, I liked it. Yeah. I thought they handled it well and I liked her stance on it. And I liked that she wasn't fully um, set on it. Yeah, me too. You know, she was kind of open-minded. She was listening to Jason and, yeah. um, yeah, because yeah. I remember it was sweet. My one of my friends was talking about like he there was some picture of like Trump and all these guys like making decisions on abortion or something. And people were posting it being like all these white men making this, you know, and he yeah. was like, that makes me so sad. Like and he said something about like because it's it's y'all's thing. It's not mine. And I was like, well, yeah, it is about our body. I was like, but it is it it, it does involve you. And like, I think that's yeah, it, I don't think that's a good conversation to be like it's a women's issue and not a, it's it takes two to yes. tango and it, it's there's obviously the woman's role is completely different but yes. i don't know i so i liked them kind of working that out together was was cool yeah yeah like it is it is nice it is hopefully often a balanced discussion of both like person's risk involvement yes. and obviously it's different for the woman because our society does not like hold whether like there are men who stick around of, but it's of their own volition. Yeah, like yeah. society does not demand or put pressure on the man to stay around and help, which is why the pressure of the decision often falls to the women. Yes, exactly. Um, and so, obviously, that is a tricky subject and gets. I I believe I like. I don't know. It's relevant, but I 
study and read a lot about the way that people talk about and digest divisive issues like this. And in my opinion, this is one of the ones that people, the conversation, the arguments that I watch happen are the least informed, Mm. like the most um, out of, out of context, wrong information um, conversations happen around abortion, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dense topic, but I thought they handled it well. Again, um, Friday Night Lights kind of bravely tackling some issues without making it a huge, a huge ordeal. Yeah. And then we end on, on that with that. Yeah. And I, I don't think I have any strays if we want to go ahead and rate unless you do. Oh, I actually, I do. I have two. Speaking of that topic, just a fun little film fact. Uh One of the first ever depictions of abortion on, in film was Dirty Dancing. And it was huge, huge deal to have that scene. And it was really important. The directors insisted on not finishing the movie if they didn't let them keep that in. And it's such, it was such an important topic because if you have not seen Dirty Dancing, first of all, Go watch See it right now. Dancing. Yeah. Go watch it. That's one I watched. Um, but way it's also too young. the example. Of, <laughs> yeah. I didn't watch it till I was an adult, actually. It slipped through my my universe. Yes. Um the abortion goes badly and the woman almost dies, is put in danger, and they felt like that was such an important topic mm. and they insisted and stood their ground on keeping it in the movie. And so that's kind of a fun dirty dancing fact. Yeah. I'm not fun, but interesting. Yeah, not fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other little stray obsy was just I was listening to the OC bitches this week and um, they gave a shout out to Scott Porter. Oh, I didn't realize Scott Porter and um, what's her name? Summer. Rachel Bilson. Rachel Bilson worked together. Shoot. Now I'm not going to (laughs) remember, but they've worked together before and they had like a whole conversation in this last week's episode about um, how much they love Scott Porter and how talented he is. Sweet. Which we all know to be true. We love those crossover moments. We love it. Uh, that's it. Those are my, my strays. All right. You want to rate? You can go first. <gasps> Thanks. Um, yeah. So I finished this and I was like, wow, this is a very non-finale finale. Very yeah. anticlimactic. Um, but with everything that was going on. a packed episode for like regular season. No. And with everything going on, it makes sense. So I'm not like mad about it. But of course, as finales go, this is going to be the lowest for sure. It was like an accidental finale. Exactly. Just like the accidental bebe. Yeah. You know what? It felt like a penultimate because if like we have the yeah. Tim and Lila set up, we have a game that like maybe is leading to a playoff. We have Smash's storyline. We have Jason and Aaron, you know. Yeah, that's true. Even felt though they're more treading like a water right now, you can tell there's like some direction yes. in these storylines that they could have picked up those threads yeah. if they wanted to and we'll see some threads get picked up some kind of get skipped over and all that i'm excited to get i I don't remember how they open up season three so i'm excited for this next episode. yeah me too and but i really loved all the jason and aaron screen time i thought that was interesting and just different and the most stuff was like fine and fun i liked the tammy moment um Mm -hmm. and my other favorite part was just the realistic plotline of smash and his dreams not becoming what he thought they were but yeah overall just like a fine episode we got some good landry and tim funnies which are always yes so i'm gonna give this a seven out of ten pencils in your ear nice nice 
Yeah, I felt the same. Um, it wasn't like a earth-shattering episode for me. There were parts of it, it was a, a pretty mixed bag. There were parts of it I really didn't like, and there were parts of it that um, sort of rose to the surface and, and yeah. were standout moments. Like, even though I didn't love the origination of why Smash is where he is, I loved that storyline in this episode and the way that Mama Smash handles it and the way that we see him get shut down by uh, Bama. I loved that. Yeah. And, yep, like Monica said, I loved seeing Landry and Matt back at it and them kind of planting that seed that Tyra and Landry are together. And then, um, yeah, the Jason stuff I liked. I think it's going to warm on me. Yeah. Um, I didn't hate it. Is yeah. kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, okay. And I enjoyed watching the Tammy stuff. I liked that they had a light storyline. They didn't, we didn't like miss them in the episode. Like mm-hmm. they, they could have just sort of not really had the Taylors in it much. But so I liked that we got to hang with them and that, but that it wasn't too heavy. Yes, for sure. And then I loved Riggins' top notch episode. We've said it multiple times. I'm going to give my game ball to uh, old Taylor Kitch Taylor. Yep. as my like season two wrap up. Um, for basically carrying this season on his back. Yes, yes. <laughs> he has been the highlight of the last six to eight episodes, Seriously. in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, and I loved watching him showdown with Zukri. And I wonder if this was Zuki. No, no, no. He'll be back for a couple more. He's is gone. he gone? Series wrap on Zukri. This is the end? Yep. How do they... Well, I guess we'll find out. Yep. I don't remember how they wrap... Maybe they don't. But anyways, yeah, I loved watching the Tim and Zook showdown. Just lots of good moments, but not my favorite writing overall. I'm going to put it at... I'm going to do a 6.5. Mm, no, I'm going to do 7. I'm going to do 7. There were too many good j- little gems hidden in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to do a 7 out of 10 flying ambulances. <laughs> Perfect. Oh, well, guys, we did it. And that's a wrap Another on season, season two. In the bank. I know that this season is a bit of a struggle bus. It is. We made it through. But there guys. are lots of fun, crazy moments in it. We had fun diving into the murder. We did. And I'm super excited for season three. Like I said earlier, I don't remember what happens. And I'm yeah. much excited. Much excited. Yeah. Season three, four, and five are really good. And they're the ones I, I feel like I remember the least about. So that's why I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Very excited. We have some really, really exciting guests coming we up. We do. Some Y'all, season TX three talks. is stacked already. Yeah, we've got a lot for you guys. We have our new stickers. We're hopefully going to be doing some merch soon. Yes. And yeah, stick around, y'all. Stick around. We've got a lot for you. Yeah. Stick. Stick around as we, with stickers, as we tackle okay. more issues and leave it, it all on the field. All right, guys, the Friday Night Lights are fading. Follow us at TX Forever Pod. We love you all. On all the platforms. And join our Facebook group. Friday Night Night Lights. Panther Pride. Pride. All right, y'all. Clear eyes. Full hearts. Can't Can't lose. Bye, y'all. See y'all next season. See you in season three. All my friends were vampires. Didn't know they were vampires. Turns out I was a vampire myself in the devil town